All right, we have reached the end of the road of our FFPC playoff contest coverage. Earlier this week, we unveiled the Boomer Opto on Wednesday. We ran through a bunch of playoff scenarios. And tonight, we are joined by our friends from Establish the Million, a couple of spreadsheet virgins ready to roll up their sleeves and talk through all the nuts and bolts of this contest. We'll get some updated ownership thoughts from Pat, some lineup build ideas, everything else that has evolved and transpired over the week. Let's do it. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> Anita Hanjob. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Canarius Tony? You can't handle the heat. It looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Leone, back to the stream. What? Dink's still uh, on the NBA grind. He'll be joining us soon. Yeah. Dink's in the NBA (laughs) lab. Uh, it sort of depends. I have no idea what's going on in that world. Uh, but if if news is light, he should join pretty shortly. If news is not light, it may be more like 10 o'clock or so. Typically what happens with Dink, for those of you guys aren't familiar with this Friday show, which I believe this is the third year we've now done this tradition. I think with third, Dink year, and Leone. Yeah, third year. Yeah, we normally have some drinks. Uh, Dink kind of comes in you know, from the NBA world. He hasn't been as in the weeds on the contest as us will give us some like really prescient thoughts and like some really sick plays that we'll all laugh off and then they'll end up being really good. And then he gets to say, I told you so. So excited to run that back again this year. Uh, Pat, yeah. Gretch, how are you guys doing? No, I'm doing great. I, lo- I love this tradition. I would say to the chat, you should listen to Dink. Now we won't. Well, I'm sure whatever plays are, he has are perfectly calibrated for us to laugh at them again. And we will uh, dismiss them. But you should, I mean, you should pay attention. Year one, it was Gronk. And we were all like, Great we play. literally laughed on stream. Yeah. That's where this tradition started. We we're like, Gronk is so old. And then he and he was like the perfect play. And then Last went on was, to have a very good regular season the following year. Yeah. <laughs> then he had a whole nother great year. Last year, it was, was it Evans? It was two, it was it was, Bucks two years in a row, right? Yeah, I think it was Evans. And we played, and and I, that was mostly my fault. But we played a lot more Gronk than others. We, then we played Gronk. We then only we played, played Gronk <laughs> when he's chalky and bad. So who's, who's going to be, be this, this year? year? Yeah, he, is he going to be Fat Lenny? That feels gonna be like Fat Lenny. Leone's oh, which Leone's already signaling oh, he wants. No. So I don't. I, 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 I on brand for Dick lately. He's he's really loving the running backs these days. I've seen the tweets. I actually think Lenny's uh, yeah, like a pretty solid play. So <laughs> Leone's in on it, of course. Uh so, Mike, we've, we've clearly been uh, talking about this throughout the week. You've been uh, behind the scenes starting to uh, to work on this as well. Where What are your kind of, like, overall thoughts on the contest this year? It seems like one thing we've all kind of agreed upon is it's hard to come up with, like, really creative scenarios for the bracket outside of kind of chalk finishes. Yeah, I got – as we were going through and kind of Ben and Pat had a little report of, like, the brackets we were assuming and like the uh, matching them up with the odds. And my brain was finally starting to wrap around some contrarian brackets, because if you get one upset in round one, it, it does kind of like flow through kind of weird because it totally switches the matchups around. Um, like, yeah. uh, like, like if the, if the um, who's, who's Philly play like in the NFC, I was working out like whoever they San could Fran- play Seattle. If you get Seattle winning, they go play Philly. Right, right, right. Yeah, once okay, the Giants so win, they would they, go they, play. They, Giants win, they go play Philly. And, yeah. and then San Fran 
has to play or not San Fran, then, then Minnesota slash. Yeah. Any, I I worded that terribly. The point is if you get like one upset, it it messes with the bracket quite a bit, but the hard part for me has been more like, I don't know, like past years we've had AJ Brown versus Derek Henry. And it's like super easy to flip what we're going to do versus what the field's going to do. Cause it's like, we just dig in, you know, lean into that leverage. And I feel like there's a little bit less of those this year, at least less that we feel good about that are like super obvious. Sure. Um, do we have that? Right. Like what's the closest we have to that? Cause that we've had, like you said, the Adams, Aaron Jones, Eckler the Michael Thomas, Keenan, Alvin Kamara, Eckler, Keenan. Eckler, Keenan, but Eckler's a different yeah. type of running back. I mean, yeah, a, he's still a great play. Yeah. Saquon and not playing Saquon is one ETN and Jake's receivers is one. Cause those are the types of running backs that are more like Henry to me. CD lamb and Bar- CD lamb and uh, Pollard maybe. Yeah, it's mostly guys we like though, like Chase versus the Bengals. You know, right, Jefferson. Yeah. I love the other fight. I love how you said Bengals because you didn't want to say Mank Dixon and then get pushback from us. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be Dink's call. That would be that would get. Gross. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And like sharp. last year, want to do it? What is our? What, we got to decide before we know his call what our target exposure on Dink's call is going to be. Is it twenty percent? <laughs> 15 percent we gotta set a number cool yeah, let's, uh, i don't know man because he might come up with some random low-owned guy we can't be 20 percenting james <laughs> cook um shelly asking a question that's just the age-old dfs question and basically a risk tolerance thing i'll be building three or four teams should they all be completely different or be the same core of guys with tweaks on the fringes you know this is i mean leona you can answer this one because you get this all the time for like three max dfs contests yeah, I guess my, my response would be like, where do you think your edge is most? Yeah. If you've got two players that you think are amazing leverage plays, like play them in, in three or all three or four lineups and build around that and get different around that. If you think your edge is more just like making smart lineups that aren't going to be duped, then you could make four completely different ones. So n- n- neither is more or less EV than the other in a vacuum. In the beauty of this contest, too, like say you think Tyree Kill is your edge and he's going to be underplayed by the field, you, you know, the Dolphins can lose and you can still be right on your overweight thing with the Dolphin ended up in the optimal lineup. You know, if Tyreek goes for 20 plus, he'll probably end up in the optimal lineup too there. So I feel like it's even less risky than like DFS when you're locking someone that they put up a zero and you're like, well, I guess I'm, you know, uh, have nothing else to sweat the rest of the day. I feel like. I don't know. It's a little less scary to lock someone in FFPC across a few lineups. Yeah. The other thing I noticed too, as we we're going through this, the odds of the winning lineup being the optimal lineup, I think are like really low. And I don't know, in my head, I, I know in the past, maybe sometimes I got too tripped up thinking we needed to be optimal, but if you pick up a bunch of points on a contrarian move, even if you're not perfect, like you could definitely win this thing. Yeah, I mean, last you, year the you, optimal had Kendrick Bourne. We looked at it on Wednesday, 0.14% or something. He was definitely not in the winning lineup. We looked at him side by side, and he was like a 28-pointer, you know. If you if you don't play Bourne, he's not killing you because he's in 0.1.4% of lineups. But to your point, Lily, like if you do play him, you don't have to be perfect the rest of the way because you can pick up 30 points or, or 15 or whatever over the next best option. There are a number of those spots as well, like – Seattle, like anyone from Seattle, anyone from Baltimore, Andrews, uh, maybe Dobbins, anyone from the Dolphins, uh, not playing Saquon. Like if you have the, what, Gano outscores Saquon, that's massive. Uh, any, 
like not playing Jefferson, there's like pretty big spots where if you just are right on one of those, you're going to be so differentiated. And also just from like a macro standpoint, like this contest isn't that big. 7,800 entries isn't gargantuan. This isn't DK Millie maker size, underdog best ball mania size, something that would just be absolutely impossible to win. You know what I mean? The chalkiness of it also makes it smaller in a sense. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's less players being played because everyone's going to condense so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I've been thinking through a lot. You know, we've been, you know, what how, what kind of combinations people are going to roll out. You know, I think you are going to have these cores of plays that are cycled through. And we hit on like the Barkley and Jefferson one early in the week. Some of these matchups that people don't feel confident taking a stand and saying, hey, the Cowboys are for sure going to win. The Vikings are for sure going to win. And there's some really comfy mini correlations there. I think CeeDee Lamb, Chris Godwin. Godwin Lamb, I was going to say. I've definitely noticed. And I don't want – like, I don't I don't think you can fill the lineup with both of those guys. That'll probably be right. But, like, it feels you even can, more – You can, but – It feels even more extreme than, than Jefferson Barkley. You definitely can because it's a 12-spot lineup. But I'm like – Every time I have messed around and looked at it, I'm like, I, I want to change one of those so bad. Well, and not to mention, like, even just a simple thing, like if you were to pair one of Lamb and uh, Godwin with one of Jefferson or Barkley and just, like, mix up those pairings, like, you're yeah. probably already setting yourself up differently from a massive swath of lineups. Um, Leone, have there been any other takeaways for you, like, getting really into the weeds on this stuff, maybe something that the the numbers or projections surprised you on here? Uh, Mark Andrews looks like a really good play, even if they're one and done. And that's kind of, I know a couple of years ago, it didn't work out for us, but we we had a, like David Montgomery was one of them. And there was another one that Pat's frozen. It's like tripping me up. Um, the But like the, these guys that are underplayed in their what their odds are of being in the optimal lineup in one game, I feel like are really good plays because then if there is an upset, you're like really free rolling them, you know, like like right. they're already good plays if you assume they're one and done. And then yeah, so, so Andrews seems that way. Quarterback seems really tough. I felt like last year we had an edge being overweight Allen, and this year, based on Pat's ownership, the quarterback stuff all seems pretty efficient to me. So it's like I don't know that that's if, as far as us, we're entering a bunch of teams. I'm not really sure what to do there. Like it's possible. We just match the field on the high end guys and, and make all these other differentiations you guys hit on. Yeah. Uh, Pat, any thoughts on, I know you did an updated ownership sweep, any movements that were notable. And also I should mention, obviously a bunch of you guys hopped in the discord. We do have those ownership projections pinned in there. If you guys become a YouTube member and join the deposit kingdom, Discord, there's a place to sync uh, your account, unlock that channel, and in the pin, you can get all of Pat's real-time ownership, Pat. But anything interesting there movement-wise? Well, so I listened to a bunch of uh, podcasts today on this contest. Uh, I listened to uh, Dave's had a pod. The Draft Sharks guys had a pod. Uh, Sean Siegel had a pod with Colm. So I was like listening to a ton of stuff and just trying to get a better sense of like where people are at. Um. I have moved Justin Tucker up a little bit. Everyone seems to be convinced he is chalk. I've yet to hear someone say, let's put Justin Tucker in this lineup. So I, I'm, I'm sort of like, is he? Is he really chalk? He's like, it feels like one of those, he's everyone else is going to play in plays that ultimately kind of doesn't come in as, as mega, mega high chalk. But, you know, if you're 
if you're fading Baltimore, I, I think a decent chunk of people will go to him. And then and a lot of people are going to fade Baltimore. And then Travis Etienne's the guy. I was thinking he'd be like big time chalk early in the week. You guys kind of talked me down. I had him around 31%. Listening to other stuff, I'm like, I'm hearing a lot of ETN. And I'm, I'm also hearing ETN in DFS. People like the matchup. So I have him back up to 37. It's still lower than I initially had him. I think I had him around 45 to start. So I did cool off from the, the initial bullish projection. But I don't know. I I really struggle to think that people aren't going to be excited about playing him as a Jaguars win type of play because he's sort of the engine that that has you defeating the Chargers given the, the matchup, I think. Gretch, what do you think of that 2v2? Because we had that in the Boomer Opto where we were kind of debating, and I believe it was Godwin, Riley Patterson versus ETN, Ryan Suckup. I think – I mean, I don't know about that specific 2v2. I think, uh, you know, I kind of hit on it before. I think ETN and Barkley for me are the two, and I love both these guys, but are the two that I look at in the first round and go, these are very losable games. These are games that these guys are going to be played at a pretty high percentage, and they're the types of running backs that in a loss I can really easily see scoring eight points or, or six points and then not being one of the top scoring teams in a loss. So I want to pick them to, to win. I want to pick their team to win. And then if I'm playing Barkley, I'm picking the Giants to win. Then I want to play like – I want to fade Jefferson probably because he's going to be one of the highest-owned players and play Greg Joseph, you know, the kicker for the Vikings. I was, I was giving you guys a little pitch that I think Greg Joseph is this, you know, fun like kicker it. play with with Barkley. Um, or you know, same with the Jacksonville. I want to play Jacksonville to win like Pat said and play ETN. Or I want to fade ETN and actively pick – you know, either Eckler or even Keenan, I think you can play in the two game stuff that we've been looking at and pair that with either, you know, Riley Patterson, like you said, or Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. I think that that group probably, I think Evan Ingram probably gets a little bit overplayed because he's a tight end, you know, tight end premium yeah. site. But I, I would be comfortable playing either Kirk or Zay Jones as like a pretty low owned pivot off ETN in, in a Jags loss scenario. Well, don't you think, Leone? I mean, it doesn't even seem like that contrarian. Like we've seen Richie James and Hodgins score outscore Barkley a good amount of these past weeks, and same with the Zay Jones Ingram Kirk triumvirate, you know, versus ETN. Like it doesn't even seem that off the board to me. Yeah, I mean, Barkley's game log is not that crazy. You know, if you go through it, it's it's kind of middling. You know, it's it's pretty consistent, but it's there aren't a lot of huge ceiling performances. There was a long stretch where he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. He had a really good performance against Minnesota, and I think he closed out the year pretty good, except for Week 17. I know, um, which worked out in Pat's favor, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> the other thing too, I, on the Jefferson fade too, like Jefferson could score 20, and if like Joseph scores 10, you know, you could easily be fine there. Like he doesn't have to be outscored by a teammate necessarily. Like if it's just another skill player, he probably has to be outscored by a teammate, but. On the fade side, there's definitely some maneuverability there. Yeah. Yeah, and Ryan's saying too, and I think this is the dynamic that is keeping like Giants pass catchers and uh, Jags pass catchers down because there's just like paralysis by choice here as far as like, I don't know which one, so I'll just go to the one thing that feels like a constant, and that right. is that the RB1 is ETN. The RB1 is Barkley. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely well, think that's one of the what we should exploit. One of the things about both those passing games, because it's true for the Giants too, like who do you pick? Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins, Pat's favorite player in the entire NFL, Darius Slayton. Like there's, there's, where do you go with this? 
But the Jags have been incredibly concentrated all year. The reason that Evan Ingram had a 40-point game and Zay Jones has had a monster spike game and Christian Kirk has had several like really strong games is this is a concentrated passing game that is thrown effectively and Lawrence has been good and the team has been you know able to throw enough. The pie has been big enough. And then it consolidates on one of those three in a given game. Like it is spread, but they can put up ceiling games. Like this, this is the type of passing game where we've seen that from all three of them. To the idea of like a loss or two of the losing teams, we need you know the highest score, two highest scoring players from six losing teams in in wild card weekend. A Jags pass catcher feels like of the three feels like a pretty good bet to make, and you you know it is hard to pin down, but that part of it I feel good about. And similar with the Giants, like it it has actually consolidated this last month or so. It has been Richie James and Hodgins. There are three, but there's not like a fourth or a fifth that's really involved in that passing game right now. It's really been the top two really has been Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins. Slayton's kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of who's yeah, on the yeah. field, it's, it's extremely condensed. I mean, right. those guys, James Slayton, Hodgins and Bellinger are playing like 80 to hundred percent of the snaps. Right. Like, and in a playoff game, like those guys are playing eight. Those are the guys. So, um, and this is an advantage of us having multiple entries where like Pete said, like if you're making one lineup and you don't know which of these to choose, you just go with Barkley. But when you're making 75, it's easy to be like, we'll play, we'll play 5% and 5% Hodgins, 5%. I don't know. That, that feels high to me. I don't, I don't want 15% Jones wide receiver. I, I, <laughs> I want to go to I, fade. I just I, want to fade. I, I, I mean, if you look at like the DFS projections around the industry and everything, like, I mean, it, I, I kind of do want 15%. Okay. I mean, yeah, Man. these guys have been, and so here, here is a quick peek. This is Pat's current uh, Jags projection. Uh, ETN 37%, Ingram 21, Kirk 15, Patterson 13, Zay Jones 7%. I am starting to feel a little bit more ETN steam to where I wonder if Ingram is even that high. Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, I've been sort of keeping it, keeping the lid on because you guys have been telling me I was too bullish on ETN's ownership, but give me the word and I'll raise it. I, I think, yeah, I think maybe more like 41 or something. I was a little worried just because there was some concerns about his health, but like you said, Pat, like all the chatter this week about the matchup, how you beat the Chargers, yeah. everyone is on ETN in this spot. Uh, and if you're playing the Jags as a win, I guess the question is if people play this game both ways, but they're playing it as a Chargers win, do you think they're comfortable with ETN in loss scenarios? You know, so I was thinking through ETN really pairs nicely with Keenan Allen because that's you're playing it as a Jaguars win and, you know, Keenan Allen coming back. But I think ETN can get there with some explosive long runs and the Jaguars still lose. And then Keenan Allen is like totally fine with two, you know, two games. You go to the Arrowhead with Keenan Allen, like you feel totally fine about that. So, I probably – I don't think you, like, can't play him with Eckler. You're probably going to need to do something else and pivot off some of the other mega chalk. But um, he pairs pretty nicely with Keenan, and part of the reason is that I do think he's not dead in a loss. I know he's not catching passes and stuff, but this projects as a high-scoring game. Like, he could easily get in the end zone in a loss. Yeah, and losses happen in all sorts of ways. Like, I mean, they could be winning the game for three quarters and lose. Like, Yeah. yeah. And here's the, you know, to compare it, because I do think there's some, you know, good analogies between the Giants and the Jags. 
and yet you see the ancillary giants who don't have quite the same name va- name brand value. I mean, Leone's laughing right now because he sees Richie James at 1%. Well, I'm raising Leone. this up now. I was seeing Leone fist pump. I mean, us alone, we're probably looking to get this one. Leone has like a 20-point ceiling projection on Richie James this week. This is our Kendrick Bourne. This is our, yeah, no. our well, we, chance. We just talked about how yeah. you don't chase Kendrick Bourne. You don't chase Kendrick Bourne when you have Jamar Chase. You guys know we're live on stream, right? We we played the cat. We played the wrong Kendrick Bourne. We played Jacoby Myers. Like we had that. We had Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry. You know, like we we actually did try this last year. We just picked we picked the wrong guy. The second lineup I built this year, I put Isaiah Hodgins in, and I was like, I'm already off the. I I put it in red on our on our little list. It's just like some lineup Uh, ideas. Fucking light that shit. Pat still hasn't come to grips with the fact (laughs) that Hodgins has passed Slayton neither of these projections. I know it's such a bummer. Slayton's the zero percent, buddy. I'm, I'm I literally just raised them all to two percent and barking down to fifty-three. Capitulation. <laughs> I'm just I'm projecting what's going to happen, and based on the way you three guys are acting, I don't think zero percent Hodgins is going to be accurate. If the same people who are playing DFS are playing this contest. They're 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 clicking yeah. these guys in DFS all weekend long. Like, yeah, they probably will play them between a the bit, three. But... Do you think there's a like Slayton, James, and Hodgins, do you think people consolidate, or should I have it even across the board? I think James and Hodgins are higher because of the way they've played the last month. Yeah, I think they are too. I feel like I know I'm MME in like the six game slate this weekend, and I lowered James manually a little bit and up Slayton a little bit to get them like even. Um, part of that's just because the ownership is flipped, and I still think like Slayton's, I don't know, it's. It's hard for me to wrap my head around Slayton being clearly behind Richie James and, and Isaiah Hodgins, but yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, we've got pretty good projections on all those. I mean, this game could shoot out. The Giants' PROE is up over the last third of the season. The game environment is one of the better totals. It's a dome game. Like, well, this. This actually kind of tracks Ryan has a funny comment here. He says the trendiest upset pick in the league has three guys with 0% and it makes perfect sense. But if more people were just Vikings route, don't you think people would be more inclined to play it through the passing game? Um, Where it's like, hey, garbage time, Richie James. Like we've seen that how many weeks already this year? So it kind of makes sense to me that if people are saying the Giants are going to win, they want two games of Barkley, one of those in a positive game script. I wonder if um, I just have the Giants fade too high because to me, like, think... I, I'd rather just fade the Giants. You guys are saying like, let's dabble with the receivers, and if if people have that mindset, then even you know, if they win more... at the Vikings, one of these receivers is going to outscore Barkley over two games. Just putting that out there. That's wow. my hot take. I'm with Greg. Um, that is that is hot. It's hot. <laughs> I I I, mean, I don't know if I'm quite there, but I definitely think it's possible. Dude, like, look, like, okay, so the last time, I mean, this is just one game, but they let Dimes throw 42 times last time. Slayton went four for 79. Hodgins, 889 and a touchdown. Richie James, eight for 90. Like, dude, these guys can definitely get there. I don't think they're that thin of plays, honestly. They're better than Kendrick Bourne last year, for sure. Yeah. They're way stronger than Kendrick Bourne was as a play. Um, 
this is that's so worried. He's worried about our portfolio. I'm not look. I was looking forward to tonight, and now I'm not. <laughs> the good thing is, you Here's just won two million dollars. You got two yeah. million dollars to sit on. You don't really. Hey, have to let, you could enter seventy-five more teams yeah. on your own. Yeah, if we get dusted, only a few of us are gonna feel it. Um, this is the thing I've been thinking about this for this contest in particular, because Easy says, "How much leveling is there?" Easy kind of referencing the dynamic we've been seeing in small field, mid to high stakes GPPs this year, like all kinds of leveling. You know, the ownership being a moving target, people reacting to ownership projections, and who knows, maybe even some flag plants here and there, and getting weird stuff happening. Do we think in this contest this year, on a site where we've seen draft rooms get more piss boy esque, people drafting sharper, is there going to be more leveling here? in this contest or are boomers going to boomer? I think there'll be some leveling, but like there's also part of the fun of this contest is that you should play a lot of chalk like that. You, you know, like a sharp lineup can be one that has like a several mega chalk pieces in it because they're clearly the most likely players to score the most points. So it's sort of a, is the Eckler Keenan disparity, closer than we expect um you know maybe the jamar chase t higgins disparity closer than we expect like that type of stuff i could i could see missing low on the Allen higgins side but i don't know that like fundamentally it's going to be like way off the normal yeah, yeah. The, the boomer optimal is going to be duped yeah. <laughs> it's going to be duped i agree yeah the, there's probably going to be like first level leveling and then like maybe less running back exposure than there's been, you know, or relative to what there would be with the exact same slate like a couple years ago. But I don't know if it'll be, I don't know. I, I still feel pretty good about where we're at with our stuff. Yeah. Um, Gretch, have, have you had any updated thoughts, epiphanies uh, over the course of the week? Um. I mean, a few. We've talked about several of them. Leone made a good point at the top about the NFC bracket. If we do get the Giants winning in particular, they would head to Philly. And then you could have San Fran against like Dallas or Tampa. I think either Dallas or Tampa could probably beat San Fran. I've been kind of mentally in my head really in on the favorites. but um, Or, I mean, Seattle could potentially beat San Fran. And, and, and just how that can – then obviously Seattle goes to Philly and, and how that could trickle down. If Seattle and the Giants both won, you could have Dallas with a home game in the second round or, or Tampa with a home game in the second round. There are weird things that can happen. I think it's more plausible in the NFC. I'm having a hard time with the AFC. I mean, I actually kind of want to circle back to that when you made that point earlier, Leone. It was a good one. But, like, for our teams, are we going to play the Ravens or the Dolphins to win in anything? Because I, we, I don't I think know we if we should. Can. Should we? I mean, a, not not much. Uh, but the Ravens is definitely one that flips the. Yeah, you get you get KC into the championship pretty easily if if you get Ravens and Arrowhead. You also and get then, the Bills in pretty easily. They don't have to face the Bengals. Right, and then you don't get the Bills facing point. the Bengals. The one that like I'm also having trouble wrapping my head around. I'm probably underestimating, but like I really have a tough time having the if it plays out chalk in the first round, having the chargers or Jaguars beat the chiefs in Arrowhead, which I think that I think the chargers could beat the chiefs. Yeah. I'm they probably under twice this year. That. Uh, but again, like you guys setting up that comparison thing, I think helped like when we ran 
different brackets. I think we 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 started to get that like evened out a bit. Um, yeah. The Mike will back fracture and knowing that he won't even be playing in the KC game next week has me a, a little bit less excited about the, the Chargers are still so, you know, thinned out from all their injuries all year. They don't have Slater at left tackle. I mean, a lot of the things haven't come back. Their skill positions were the part that was really getting The healthy, defense but, is playing better though. Yeah, that's true. Jags defense has been playing well. Sean yeah, was getting that, me I think that's I think that's all schedule. They, okay. they they've had the easiest they've had the easiest schedule. I think they're thirtieth in uh, passing DVOA still. Uh, it's like let me pull. It's like laughable. Their schedule's been laughable. On banana, Sean was getting me a little charged up about the Jags potentially being. We had talked on Wednesday and thought maybe the Chargers made more sense, and I, I'm I was already kind of falling off that with this news that Mike Williams is definitely not going to play either this week or next week. But Sean had a thought that the Jags could kind of be this year's Bengals almost. Trevor Lawrence plays really well. Maybe they go into KC and are, are able to win because their D's been playing better too. But you're saying it's all kind of schedule? I think so. Since the bye, they gave up 27 points to the Ravens, 40 points to the Lions, 22 points to the Titans, uh, 34 points to the Cowboys. Then they, then they held the Jets to three, the Texans to three, and Josh Jobs to 16. So the last three weeks, it's like, oh, here we go. But that's not impressive to me. Are those guys not as comparable to Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> Zach Wilson yeah. and a monsoon not comparable to Patrick I, Mahomes? I think Patrick Mahomes would – like when I have Jags to KC, I, I want that to be a Mahomes lineup. Like I think he lights them up. So here's my question about the are we playing either of the Dolphins or Ravens as wins? To me, you can play Mark Andrews in a loss. You could also play him in a win. How? What would be the actionable way to play the Ravens in a win? Just a full fade on the Bengals or a soft fade on the Bengals? Yeah, that's where – You could go Higgins. That's where it gets tough is if you have the Gajones to actually do some sort of fade on either Buffalo or Cincinnati. I think I'm more likely to do that on Cincinnati – and Buffalo. I mean, the spread is meaningfully different in terms of odds to win the game. I, I mean, I could see maybe doing that, but like, yeah, to your point, like most of the time you're just taking the optionality that like you get an extra game out of Tyreek or you get an extra game out of Andrews and you're still playing a skill player on the other side. Yeah. But maybe you pivot to a secondary guy. With a low total, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. you could do the Bengals D. I was going to say playing McPherson kicker. Like I it's almost like oh, oh, the case I was going to make is if you're going to fade the Bengals, don't soft fade them and play McPherson because you're like the Bengals, you know, offense is good. The Ravens are beating them. They're probably beating them by running at them hard. You can maybe play Dobbins. I mean, maybe Dobbins runs for 180 yards. That's yeah. really the only other guy yeah. who you could, without lighting money on fire, Dobbins is as far down you can go on the Ravens. Yeah, but then I think you're I almost, you're at a point where you're considering full fading the Bengals. You're saying Burrow's throwing for 200 yards. Like, they are not working offensively if they can't beat the Ravens. It's not that the Ravens are lighting up the scoreboard and, and getting into a shootout with them, right? Yeah. Probably not. I could I could see a Bengals fade in some capacity. Yeah. A Bengals DST, maybe, you know. So if you do do that, um, if you do a Bengals fade, then, you know, obviously Chiefs, would be at home versus the 
Ravens and the Bills would be at home from the Jags. Would that alter your strategy for the rest of that lineup on the AFC side? I feel pretty good about just going like chalk Allen Kelsey, I think. Yeah. In that scenario. scenario. This is the thing that keeps making me pull my my hair out. It's like even when I talk myself into a one-game upset, I don't think that team is good enough to then – like the Ravens can maybe win against the Bengals. I don't think they're good enough to then go win against the Chiefs. Now I just think it's it's Chiefs-Bills. You know, it's okay, it's Chiefs-Bills. It's also like what is it? It's it's two blowouts. You know, and and to some extent it doesn't matter. Um, You know, it matters with Mahomes. Mahomes, you need to be in the Super Bowl pretty much. Like – probably need Mahomes in the Super Bowl given the strength of Kelsey at tight end there and this just the strength of the other quarterbacks but like you don't like Allen you only need in the conference championship like if you played like if this went chalk even and it was Bengals that beat the Ravens and you had Jaguars go to the Super Bowl like I don't know if that would change a whole ton like you're still kind of like maybe a Lawrence team would squeeze through but you're still mostly like flipping a coin between the four Jags skill players Look who it is, Drew Dinkmeyer. Welcome to the stream. Uh, Drew, I don't know if you um, have seen, but around here, Pat now makes everyone do this thing where they like get really close to the camera and kiss, and he kind of puts his, his hand out, and you kind of have to kiss the ring if you are willing to do this that. This is your right worst now. bit. <laughs> oh, no. Just, just wondering. I'm just I'm I'm impressed. Pat's still here. I uh, <laughs> I didn't realize you yeah. hung out with us, but that's cool. Uh, good to see you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Someone in not the only is Pat here, but he is the technical co-manager on all these teams. Wow! Wow! And I trust him. Uh, man, gotta outsource that. Davis Maddock can be had for a fee, I'm sure. <laughs> a small fee. <laughs> Very small fee. Well, so someone was in the ship chasing discord earlier asking if we would have the audio version of this show out tonight uh, because they wanted they weren't sure they'd be able to get to the YouTube version. And I said, uh, unfortunately for you, the person who handles that side of the show operation is a multimillionaire now. So I don't know if uh, expediency is going to be part of uh, the audio <laughs> strategy these days, <laughs> uh, but we will try. Um, Dink, uh, you know, we were just talking at the top of the show, how you normally come in hot with some really smart, you know, gal brain (laughs) ideas that we all laugh off. And then, uh, you tell us how you were right, uh, in, in retrospect. Well, I, I like that usually Gretch remembers something that I said that was sharp and suggests (laughs) that I was right. And we forget all the other stuff that I say that was probably (laughs) total crap. So I'm going to really rely on Gretch. I, I have no idea what I even said last year. I just remember the year before I said something about Kronk. And uh, and that and that took hold. So you've been the bus whisperer. You got yeah, Mike yeah, Evans was... last year and Gronk two years ago. Oh, did I? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we didn't play them in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, as always, uh, I'll 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 try to get up to speed on this contest because all I've been doing is drafting the gauntlet. So that's my my entire playoff uh, exposure these days. How many how many entries are you at? Can you rival Davis's 109 mitten drafts yesterday that he revealed to me he did? I'm at 111 gauntlet drafts. So. Okay, All right. wow. so I I can rival. I can rival. Wow. Are you you know, I tell everybody how busy you are with NBA and to yeah. give you a break, and then you come on here and talk about 111 gauntlet drafts. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a it, look. I <laughs> I don't sleep much these days, and. <laughs> 
when there's great. NBA games going on, I work on NBA. When there's not, I, I draft gauntlet teams. It's just what it is. It's the double-edged sword of bragging about how many drafts you do. As a lot of other people in your life come out of the woodwork saying, when were you doing all those drafts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, um, so, Dink, do you have any, like, we've just been talking through various kind of playoff scenarios, if we could envision any upset type stuff involving the Ravens, the Dolphins. We haven't talked a ton in the NFC. We did go over the Giants stuff. Uh, Pat is bewildered by our Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins love over here. But do you have any like <laughs> upset takes for like the macro bracket stuff? So the way that I've been playing things, I think it's really hard in the AFC to get away from the three teams that everybody thinks are way better than everybody else, the top three seeds. Um, the Chargers would be the team that I think is talented enough to make a run, but I just really do not trust them in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then in the NFC, I think it's pretty wide open. So I've been taking shots on, I'm pretty heavy in the gauntlet. I'm pretty heavy on uh, Buck stuff, Dallas stuff, just kind of betting on like if whoever wins that game can make a run is really is really what I, what I think. Um, Purdy's been great, obviously. <laughs> Everybody's obsessed with Purdy now, but... He has played some relatively softer opponents. We'll see when I don't think I don't think tomorrow will be a challenge, but we'll see when things ramp up in the playoffs. So that's really what I've been doing. And on the on the you know on the underdog stuff, it's just super hard to build teams with Casey in, in Philadelphia and and build them intelligently. So I'm sort of also a reason I'm leaning into the Tampa Bay and, and Dallas side a little bit more. Uh, would want to think there's a chance that Minnesota, you know, offensively, it would be fun if they could make a run, but they are so bad. So, uh, yeah, those are the teams, Tampa Bay and Dallas are the ones that I'm kind of. So who's your highest on uh, Tampa Bay player? Because I mean, you zeroed in on the bucks again. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for, I I mean, I think the playoff Lenny thing is, is a real thing. (laughs) We yes. knew it. We called it. We yeah. got it. So, we got it. Playoff so, Lenny. So, I think I think that's I think that's kind of a real thing. Uh so yeah. That's the guy that's the guy most I mean that that on the gauntlet though is relative to like ADP as well. Like yeah. Evans and Godwin are a little yeah. bit tougher to snag. Um but ownership I think, adjusted, we have to be overweight, Lenny. I'm not even gonna fight it. We have fun. I, I did want to ask you, like in my head, I just see scenarios where like even in a loss like we see like eight checkdowns to lenny and he finds the box like um yeah so I'm just that, curious cardinals, you see. that cardinals thing where you know it's just ugly as hell and he gets there yeah andy basically if the playoff lenny thing's real i guess that's the question there's still been a lot of running back fantasy points in this backfield you know like they've still been there as bad as they've been it's just been somewhat split hey god i mean I know this sounds like a typical take from a ship chaser, but hasn't it been like a true rotation yes, between him and Rashad? It's been a true like, rotation. Near 50-50? Yep. So, yes. I mean, honestly, with these uh, boomers talking about playing their playoff Lenny, I think Rashad White, <laughs> we should be overweight as well. I mean, what if we're wrong? What if it's I mean, I'm, I am also overweight Rashad White, so okay. uh, I, I don't yeah. I don't disagree with that. But I think I think the Bucks running backs is, is a really good spot to attack generally. As Mike noted, there's a lot of fantasy points available there. And then they don't have any of the um, – kind of appeal uh, like Godwin everybody loves Godwin right um but Godwin this year has not generated big plays uh it's just been kind of it's been kind of like eight yards at a time all year and then Evans obviously like 
you know, <laughs> the last week of the season that counted that people cared about. Evans went absolutely ham. So that's going to be fresh in people's minds as well. I and I would like, say, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I was going to like Godwin, you know, I said that Jefferson and like if Jefferson scores 20, he could still like not be in the lineup in a loss. Like Godwin, I think people are overplaying his odds of being like good in a loss because they're like, oh, his floor is so high. You know, he's going to go eight for 80. And like the soft fade could really could still win out pretty easily if he goes eight for 80, right? In a loss. And the thing that's different, I would say, about the Bucks running back, say, to ETN, who like hasn't been catching a lot of passes and might be a dud in a Chargers win, is like you could easily see the Cowboys like blow out the Bucks and Rashad White or Lenny like have 17 points just with eight, you know, second half checkdowns. Like that's very sure. live. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Godwin. There's four receivers or five receivers that have a open score uh, on 538 of 42, which is not good. Uh, Noah Brown, DeAndre Carter, Gabe Davis, Chris Godwin, and Marvin Jones. That's uh, wide receiver 73. Uh, they're all tied for wide receiver 73. I think Godwin's been like way dustier than people realize this year yeah. because there's been so much volume and it's just been like enough that enough that it's not disappointing people, but relative to the expectation of what he was pre-injury in terms of efficiency that hasn't been there in any way shape or form I, and the underlying metrics aren't good either i agree with that I, th I think i would make a case that it's been better late that there was talk when they played in uh in germany remember like on the broadcast who do they play in germany seattle that he was saying that he finally felt ready to go in that game and i yeah. think kind of from that point on I felt like he's been a little bit more. I could totally agree. He's looked that way, especially early. Early was really yeah, bad. Yeah. It was like all it was really bad. one yard, two yard passes. It was gross. Dink, you mentioned wanting to maybe think about scenarios where you could play the Vikings on a deep run. We were talking about this earlier in the week. Like if you do, like if you play the Vikings as a deep run, you're playing Jefferson and then the entire field yeah. is playing Jefferson, even in Vikings in a loss. And so that's why it's like hard to capitalize on even a contrarian Vikings run. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's also, uh, I, I would imagine it would also be one of the, it, we'd get like the equivalent of the national championship game in the Super Bowl if the Vikings went on a run. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know if I could handle a Vikings run. Um, even though I think my my gauntlet teams would probably benefit from it because I have a I have a whole bunch of Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen and T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, have you been taking Thielen over Osborne? Uh, I've been mixing it up. I've been mixing it up. Okay. But I I had this conversation on ETM with Leonie that I thought there's maybe it's it's all like it's all eye test and not spreadsheet version data uh, analysis. But it feels like it feels like Osborne has has maybe usurped some of that role in a meaningful way the last few weeks. Yeah. I think um, that the Vikings run, the most likely way they do it is that um, they play the 49ers in round two, and then the Buccaneers or uh, the Cowboys is going to the Eagles. So I feel like, you, like you're playing Jefferson, and then you're probably hard fading or, or soft fading the Giants, and then you're probably playing like Debo or, or Kittle on the 49ers. Um, and that's essentially like how you differentiate from the all the rest of the people who are playing Justin Jefferson. Yeah, with it, and that's what we it goes back to that simple thing we were saying. Like, if you're not playing Jefferson with Barkley, you're already off to like a decent start there. 
Yeah. Um, and then to your point, maybe you're not playing him with CMC. The other chalk, the next chalk running back they would face in the bracket. Right. And then I think once they're in the conference championship, you can do whatever you want with an eagle or, you know, a, a buck or a cowboy. At that point, you, you've gotten enough off the chalk. You're fine. Yeah. But do, does anybody have QB takes? Like, uh, are we just going to be boring at QB? That's not a QB take. Not, not really, man. Yeah, early in the week we were like, let's do a ton of Allen, but then we also had run like all Buffalo Super Bowl scenarios early in the week, and <laughs> and then also the who the, scripted those up? <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it was you. You did like yeah, four. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're all looking for the guy who did this. <laughs> and then the, Pat raised his ownership too, so it was like. It was like if Allen's going to be could if there's the potential for Allen to be sub 30, like we could go like really high. But if he's going to be in the 40s, it seems like accurate. Yeah, I think he's in the 40s. I think he is, too. I mean, are you look. Going... So, again, so Pete, with, yeah. Not to cut you off with the Allen thing, but like, what do you think about like, are we going to dabble at all on the surprising Super Bowl run teams like Oops. at quarterback? So, yeah, that was going to be my next question there of, like, how far down this list do you want to go? Um, you know, I know our stat chasing guys on Tuesday were talking about Brock maybe being, like, more efficient around, like, a 5% um, usage rate, and he's going to probably come in under that. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that. Definitely into Burrow um, as an option, but, I man, I do struggle going, like, super off the wall because especially with some of these other teams, right? Like say the chargers, the Jags make the super bowl, like the way Lawrence and Herbert play, I feel like there's a really good chance. The skill position player is still the optimal right. play in a super bowl. Right. With Allen and hurts on either side of the bracket. And as like top favorites to be the opposite, uh, you know, the opposing quarterback to a run for a Lawrence or a Dak or somebody, I mean, those guys with how much they run are, would be the quarterback in those scenarios. It's, I mean, you can obviously have a, a Lawrence versus, uh, you know, Dak, I guess, or, or Purdy. That would be it, right? Lawrence or Herbert versus Purdy, and it could be Lawrence and Herbert. But, like, I look at this and the way the bracket's set up this year and everything, and I'm like, how far down do we want to go? I think the fourth name. That's where, I, Burrow, where, I'm, that's at where I'm at, too. Uh, you guys will murder me, but the the one QB who does pop if if his team goes to the Super Bowl is Brady pops. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to Well, yeah. it's you know it's Brady it's, and Lenny. Let's go. It's it's like like Purdy doesn't pop too much, even in a Super Bowl run. You know Brady well, pops like way higher than Purdy does. Like so, I would definitely play Brady ahead of Purdy. Obviously, Purdy seems more likely to go to the Super Bowl, but um, if we get to the final round with a contrarian Brady, like anything can happen. Stop, shut the fuck up. Brady's not <laughs> you, could play, you could play Brady at like at like on two teams, right? And we'd be overweight. The field, like, right? What what odds would you guys put it at that Brady already knows who he's playing for next year? Like a hundred, and it's not the Bucks. It's not the Bucks. I don't know <laughs> yeah. where he's going, but I'm pretty sure he already knows that he's already really checked out. Where I mean, are you going? Oh, you're saying street. he's checked out? Yeah, of course. He's ready. He's out. He's out the door. I'd be fine I mean, doing just the top four, though. If yeah, yeah, I mean, Dink, do you have any of these other ones you'd mess around with? 
Uh, unfortunately, I'd agree with Mike that Brady would be the only one because if you think <laughs> if if you think about like so let's let like just play through teams that get to the Super Bowl. Um, Herbert could could probably carry his team offensively in terms of in terms of point scoring and be like the the player you'd want from that team. But in that scenario, um, you're going you're going through two of the best teams in football, most likely to get there. Brady, you know. I think he'd be the leading. I think he'd be a really good bet to be the leading scorer on his team. Lawrence, I don't know. I, I I guess he spreads it around enough they could, but I don't see any shot that they could really make a run. Purdy feels awful to me. Purdy feels just like a really terrible play. Um, and then the one lean on the top four guys that I'd say is like Mahomes feels great to me, um, just because relative to the other guys, like. If they make deep runs, I, I don't know if Hertz is going to run a ton. I don't know what his health situation is. And if he's not running a ton and Philadelphia is somehow making a deep run, he's not the, the scorer you want. It's either AJ or, or Devonta um, in those scenarios. And Mahomes, I think in almost every scenario, he's he's the guy you want, unless Kelsey is just like eating up a huge, huge percentage of it. That's the, the issue is just with the tight end premium scoring, it's – it's tight with Cal. I think Mahomes is a very good play at 18% too, but it, it, there are surprising amount of situations where the combination of Allen and Kelsey Comes can out. get there. Even if Allen loses in the conference championship, you get the double points in the super bowl for Mahomes, but you get them for, you get it for Kelsey too. And it's like, it's three games for Allen versus four games for Mahomes Cause he's getting a double for the super bowl. But like it, it still will wind up being Allen Kelsey in a lot of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just uh, as like, and I'm sure Dink has noticed this too. Just as like another sentiment indicator from underdog drafts. I mean, Josh Allen like is the number one with a bullet. Like never falls. Like people will take CMC over Hurts and Mahomes. Sometimes they'll take Chase over Hurts and Mahomes. Like whenever I see these ownership projections, I'm just like Allen's gonna be higher. Like people fucking love Allen right now in these contests. Yes. What you about be higher than forty? Where does it come I from do. then? Because that's what I struggle with. Like, yeah, I, in a vacuum, are people I'm playing like, Dak? Are people playing Dak Prescott like that? I yeah, mean, maybe, maybe he's. I down mean, you have it at three percent. It's not unreasonable, but I'm still just like, who's clicking that button? Don't. I mean, don't go too far because we played a lot of Dak last year. <laughs> we played a decent <laughs> amount of Dak last year, and it wasn't that different. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I mean, I could see doing the top four and then like. Three or four percent Brady, and then maybe one other. But I, I'd probably lobby for the Brady if Dink's on board with it. Um, the the as long as our distribution. If we're doing like, I, I'm okay with like a something gross, but it, we can't be doing Purdy and Brady. I don't like Purdy. I, I mean, I, I I'd like be either. fine just doing like, like give me three Brady lineups and then the rest of the top four, like Got type it. of thing. <laughs> Right, hang on, let me divide three by seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> like five, close to five percent. Uh, it's four percent. Four percent of our lineups. <laughs> I'll give you two. Give you I, two. I'm surprised Dink's not throwing a fit because that means the less lineup for him to play Leonard Fournette is really. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, no, seriously, that's still, man. That's still that's still ninety-six. <laughs> if how do you distribute the top four though? Like if you think. I mean, do we just play 40% Allen and whatever the field does, they do? I guess that's kind of, I mean, but if we think the field plays like 50% Allen, do we start to to just lower that to 30 to get more leverage? 
or or you think about it through this lens because shift brings up a good point if allen's 40 percent, what's the allen kelsey combo to be like can you play allen with non-kelsey combos and immediately be very unique if you yeah i just don't want yeah. to yeah. <laughs> So you like play that. some L in, in, but like I don't think you but want like, a lot of those. We also still need to acknowledge like Kelsey's been pretty shitty the past six weeks. Like that doesn't mean he can't be good, but like we have seen him come back down to earth. So who, who would you play on Kansas City? Probably McKinnon. Yeah, I mean I think you could do McKinnon. I just I don't know if you want to do a lot of those though. But. Yeah. Can you soft fade Kansas City? Just the problem is, I mean, like they're around their their game's gonna be. I mean, it's Jacksonville Chargers or Baltimore or Miami. Right. Like, I don't think you can. Yeah, I, it's. I I feel better like soft fading Cincinnati. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. I do think based on this convo, Juju's gonna come in at like five percent. I think. What do oh, we I think I have him at one. Yeah, yeah I think lower he's gonna come five. in at like five because people yeah. are gonna be like, "You want to pull up KC?" I think I have him at one. I just, by the way, I raised Allen to forty three. Drop Prescott and Purdy to one. Just trying to find, just trying to squeeze in some more Allen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's probably about the limit with this quarterback crop, but. Right. I mean, maybe there's less Hurts. Maybe people just really aren't into playing Hurts. But the yeah. thing is, I projected like 33% Allen last year and he came in 23. It was one of my bigger misses. I mean, Allen and can lose in the second round. Like the Bengals can beat the Bills. That's a tough matchup. Yeah. For and sure. then Hertz is like the chalk in, in any scenario. I mean, as long as the Eagles make the Super Bowl, but like Hertz getting the Super Bowl bonus and getting four games and Allen only getting two is going to be Hertz, right? If, yeah. yeah. I also want to play a bunch of Allen. So I'm not going to raise him to the point that we that we decide not to play him. So we could guys... just, <laughs> we're not going to not play him. It's just like, do we play like 40 That's to 45? There is some bias here. I, I think, I think the thing, that I'd almost do, Pat, is like, if you think about the hurt stuff, I do think there's some recency bias here with people worried about his health. He didn't like tear things up in that game against the Giants. Um, he didn't play well at Chicago um, before that. Like, I, that is colored in people's minds right now. Like, people aren't excited to click Jalen Hurts, especially when they think of the opportunity cost at quarterback, too. Like, that's my only thought of how people are thinking yeah, about Hertz. That might be true. I, I listened to Davis's pod and he was like saying Hertz, he thought Hertz was going to be mega chalk. Um, but then he also said Mahomes would be mega chalk. And then he also said Al would be mega chalk. Ryan with a great comment. <laughs> Ryan with a great comment down here. Pat talks to an accountant for the first time and is already fudging the numbers. <laughs> Beautiful. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so Burrow. Yeah. Is that fourth? What it like? What's our distribution here? Like, let's say we do the the top four, and then you guys throw me a bone on three Brady lineups. How like how are we distribute? Are we just matching the field basically? Well, I think Burrow smart, might be a or? little little undervalued from the perspective of we saw him make a Super Bowl run, but he didn't throw for any touchdowns. And, you know, Josh Allen still made the optimal and still made the winning lineup. But, like, if the Bengals go to the Super Bowl this year, in round two, they're almost certainly playing the Bills. You know, they're almost certainly playing the Chiefs in round three. I mean, they're going to have to Broken throw. Get there. Yeah. They're going to have to throw a lot. 
So I don't think he can get there. Like I think yeah. he's I think he's gonna potentially blow away what he did last year in the playoffs. And you're sure. maxing Mahomes and Allen at two games in all those scenarios in most of those scenarios, barring something. Oh, I would yeah, you're say Leone, to Bills answer one. your question, what Bills I two. think I would prefer to do would be underweight Allen by maybe 10% and slide Ooh. that over to Hertz, Mahomes, and Burrow. And then as part of that Allen 30%, maybe 10 to 12% of that being the non-chalk combos with those other quarterback teams. So McKinnon with Allen, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins with those guys. So then you have, you're like a third of the field on the chalk combos they're going to have. And then the other third or whatever is kind of like so you're pairing. You'd be like sub 20% Allen Kelsey stuff. Exactly. I'm terrified of, of going underweight, Allen. To be honest, I, like I, I, but see, I'm not. I saying... was gonna say to, and I, I don't think this is right, but my gut is like 50% plus Allen, like 40% Hurts, underweight Mahomes, play some Burrow, and that's it. Like that's where I'm, I'm more. At. I'm more with and you it's there. Probably not yeah. right. That's kind of where I lean. Because because Mahomes to me feels like he's got to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he does, but he's also got a pretty easy. He's got a buy in a somewhat easy round one game, and then you know, at worst, you know, a neutral site. I just think like if if we are wrong and we are under on this Allen stuff, and then we are chasing trying to be over on Allen, and then we end up just slightly over because the field is jamming him. That doesn't feel good. But I think if 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 he's so the case I tried to make the other day when I was saying I think he could be 50% or higher is that I also think efficient is 50% or higher because, I mean, we saw last year you can get there in two games. Hertz gives up the extra game. Um, neutral side AFC championship game. Neutral side AFC. You get this really unique Dome. path. Dome. Dome, potentially. Dome, Dome neutral. Donner. He basically is a one seed with an extra game. He's a he one seed with an extra road. game. There's yeah, no way he can crazy. play on the road. In a true road game, only a neutral site. I mean, and the yeah. way he I don't points. think we should go underweight, Allen. I really don't. Maybe, and maybe that means I have the ownership too low. It probably does. But I still. Don't I mean, if you look at the chat right now, I mean, the the, the sentiment wants is extremely the, bullish, Allen. Yeah, but I'm gonna. What's I'm the gonna efficient Allen is my question, Pete. What do you think? It's unreasonable the efficient. So Lamar Allen, Jackson uh, in his. Big time season, what 2019, 2018, whatever that was, he was 55% owned. I think the other percent is probably efficient. The I think like 40% is efficient. I don't think it's 50. Dude, like Hertz and Mahomes could potentially have like not hard pass to the Super Bowl. Like mm. and then as, as long as we play 40% out, good. I, I guess I won't be pushing for like 50, but well, oh, what do you think of my thought, Pat, of just being very intentional with the combos you're playing around yeah. Allen? I like that. Yeah, because you're going to be – I mean, one, you're capping your Chiefs games to, you know, a little bit. Um, you're also capping your Bengals games to two. So maybe those are less chase. Maybe you play a little more Higgins with yeah. Allen. I, if you, I if, feel like – Yeah, if you're, if you're playing a lot of Allen, I think you're um, – you're considering soft fade considerations on on Bengals and and whatnot. Like the the one thing this is the the challenge that I've been having with the gauntlet stuff where I'm loading up on like Bengals teams is I'm a little bit concerned. Baltimore's defense is very good, and I'm a little bit concerned that the first game, especially like the gauntlet's a different format. You have to get out of the first round. 
I'm a little bit concerned about like, can they put up enough points to get out of the first round? So I've been trying to build teams that have some players from games like one-offs and stuff, and then Bengals onslaught so they can come back in, in later rounds. But that that's the risk for the, for the Bengals is like, what if, what if the first game is kind of slow, they have to settle for a bunch of field goals. They end up, you know, holding off Cincinnati and then they get knocked out in the next game. And it's essentially like one and a half games instead of two games um from an offensive perspective mm. so i do think if you're playing buffalo heavy or you're playing allen heavy specifically uh you want you want to think of ways to be lighter the bengals generally that's a good call yeah i think i would still want a lot of allen kelsey because of the 12 i mean so this is a 12 man rosters you can take some of the chalk but i don't yeah, know especially you definitely for just, on the Bengals side, i just I, I think yeah i still want to chase like I don't want to get in the, the where we're like, oh, the field's playing this much Allen, so we have to up it. Like we should almost be thinking the opposite. Sure. Um Yeah, I was it. more like when like Pete floated 30%. I'm like, I don't want to do 30, but I also don't want to do 50. So I'm kind of in the 40. Like, regardless of what the field does, I feel like 40% is good. In my defense, I've kind of been independent of the ownership where I sort of all week, you know, yeah. you know we've talked about it a little bit. I've been kind of like, let's play a lot of Allen. <laughs> like he yeah. looks like really good play. He does look like a good play. I think 40 is about right, though. So, like, I feel like if we play 40, he just comes in where he comes in. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. But, like, th- when you think of the scenarios, right, like, you look about, you look at the Bills game last week where they, you know, pretty much handled the Pats and Allen was just fine, didn't go nuclear. And, like, that could easily happen in this spot against the Dolphins. Pick six, punt return, touchdown, whatever. Allen has a muted game. And then you have a really tough game against the Bengals. Like the paths to Allen failing aren't as crazy as it seems. I know when we looked at like how he pops even in two games and can end up in the optimal, I get that. But you can really tell yourself a story where he also doesn't get there and the field is overplaying it. I also like Gabe this year. A little bit of Gabe. I think if you're a little bit of Gabe. The thing about Allen for me is they do get that second game at home. And if he gets to three games, he can get in the optimal in a lot For of scenarios because sure. there's not a lot of good quarterbacks this year. And the way that it splits out, there's not a lot of other good Bills options. The way the puzzle pieces fit together, right? I think you're right, Pete. But if you're playing an Allen fade almost exclusively, you're like, you're betting on the Bengals beating them in week two, right? I mean, that's sort of where it's coming from. So you, I think you got – it's almost like Allen fade makes me want to play some mix. Okay. But that's that's the exact point I'm making of like, or if you are an Allen fade doesn't even like you could still play Allen, you just play Mixon too, because like you then play like if we if the thesis is that Allen can get there even in a two game scenario, but get upset like that's that's kind of more my point. We probably only get there in the two game if he does what he did last year, which was 80 points in two games and lit up the Patriots five touchdowns or whatever, and then got in a shootout with the with the Chiefs. In that scenario, he's getting in a shootout with the Bengals. I'm, I guess, I'm not probably on mixing, but I don't know. Maybe I'm being too, too micro. I'm probably yeah. on chasing that scenario. Is what I'm saying. If you're playing Allen to lose in week two, yeah. Um, let's see here. What are you know the one the one Galaxy Brain one that I'm still on? I'm on the Seahawks upset. Like I, I want to think about ways. I'm, I'm on that too. To play this. I'm on that too. Yeah. And the Kenneth Walker is the part I've been struggling with. 
Just like I feel like if they upset them, it's more going to be through Lockett or Metcalf getting loose through big plays. I just have that seared in my head, Jarrett Stidham lighting them up a few weeks ago and imagining DK Metcalf getting loose back there and Walker, you know, getting rammed into the line. That's the so the Walker play is what I'm struggling with, I think. Me too. Yeah, I'm I like I love Lockett play a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think people overestimate strong run defenses. Especially if if Seattle's going to win this game, I think if we're playing that, we should definitely. I mean, we don't have to play a ton of Walker, but he no one's clicking Walker, and he's a really explosive back who's going to touch the ball twenty times. You know, if they win, yeah, Hurts stuff correlates pretty well with that because you get an easier matchup for them round two. Yeah, yeah. So hmm. if you play like you play Hurts, you play a Seahawk, and then you play a non. CMC Niner. Yeah. Well, that's interesting too because the Eagles aren't good against the run, and I hadn't really thought through that part of it. It said like, what if what if the Seahawks? If you really are playing the Seahawks to win, maybe it's not Walker against the 49ers, but maybe they are able to run all over the Eagles. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I know our guy Connor has been pounding the table for Kenny Walker as his favorite leverage play of the contest. Um, so maybe it's like more CMC with Lockett and Metcalf, but Walker with the 49ers pass catcher because you're like more actively fading the 49ers. What's been the deal with the secondary um, Seahawks running back usage? Or Do we have anyone eating into pass work these days or is he kind of pulled ahead? DJ Dallas is questionable. They called up Tony Jones. Um, DJ Dallas, I think in ob- like really obvious passing situations would probably play over Walker, but it's not. I don't. He's not getting pulled off like all the time in passing mm-hmm. downs. I just don't think like it wouldn't be if they win that game. Like his touchdown equity's got to be pretty good, and like he can he could bust a long run versus anyone. You know, like he's gonna have a right. bunch of like two yard runs, but he could bust a long you know one versus anybody. Yeah, he's that one's just interesting to me um, because I do. If you think of the levels of how the field, it's like most people, and we can pull up Pat's stuff, but most people want to like fade or soft fade. And then they'll say, uh, okay, maybe this shoots out, but they still lose. I'll get the Metcalf or Seahawks spike game. And then the final level of that is like Seahawks actually shocked the world and Kenneth Walker has like a 100-yard rushing day. Like that's the last thing people want to consider right. in this matchup, myself included. Like, and I want to play it as an upset. And even I am like, I'd still rather play it as an upset through Metcalf and Lockett. But I think that probably ultimately makes Walker a really good play because he's going to come in probably sub five. Um, yeah. Which is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Just real quick on, not to go too much more into the Allen stuff, but I did pull up the odds that we have uh, – from Leone's stuff on odds to advance to the conference championship. Bills have a 53% chance of making it to the conference championship. If you like wanted Allen on 80% of those teams, that's 42%. So I don't know. That might feel so. I don't know. 80, 85. I don't know where you'd feel like you want Allen, but that's in the range of efficient, I think. Hmm. That seems high. No, you were saying 42 is the range. 42, yeah. If there's a 52% chance they make it, no. And then then you, then how, like, okay, of of those teams, what percent do I want Allen on them? I I just threw out 80 as kind of a. And the, this is obviously like super far from perfect, but in the Sim stuff, 
that I ran, the exposure by game for Allen is like 60% in five game scenarios, 37% in three game scenarios, 23% in two game scenarios, and then 4% in a, in a one game scenario. Okay. Uh, I would probably shade that higher. Uh, my favorite term this week has been riffraff. If you cut out the riffraff, like guys who would like technically get in there, like 1% of the time, you just gave that to Allen. It would, it would probably shade like three to four points higher in the top three of those situations. And I, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't be overly precise with this, but I think we're all arriving at 40% is probably yeah about 40% about good. Yeah. Um, I feel like we, what have we, we've not talked a lot. Uh, any, any other thoughts on Seahawks stuff um, other than Walker? Um, is there any love for Metcalf and Lockett and which ways would you use them? Uh, I'm watching the weather in that game. I don't think it's going to be an issue, but it, I have heard some rumblings that there's a storm earlier in the day. That seems like it's going to be gone by the time the game's there, but you know, sometimes, you know, storms delayed by a few hours or something that could change but man does that uh does that ruin any thoughts on kickers in this game you want to shying away from the myers and golds i i lowered the kicker ownership quite a bit just because i heard enough of the weather concern that i figured people will go to the dst instead yeah i wouldn't right now if the weather got worse you know both kevin roth and you know from rg and chris allen who's doing stuff with us at ETR don't seem worried right now, but Metcalf seems like he's owned about right. And then Lockett seems like a good guy to be like a little bit overweight on, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. I think my like football take, if you will, that's another concentrated pass, you know, receiving game. Those two receivers get everything right. Uh, as far as how we we're talking about the giants and Jags earlier, we've talked about Andrews and Tyree Hill and those types of guys as the, Teams that everyone's playing to lose, but you can still find a high scoring in a loss play. I think Metcalf and Lockett might be among the. I think they're better in that group than we have talked about this week. I think they're actually pretty good plays. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the other two teams we haven't discussed in detail tonight would be the Cowboys and the Chargers, which is kind of funny because they have the similar dynamic where there's really only two guys in play Eckler. And then the the lower owned Keenan, and then with the Cowboys Lamb and the lower owned Pollard. I mean, I love the Pollard Keenan side of both of those. Uh, but do you guys have any other thoughts on Chargers and Cowboys? I mean, I I think you want to probably play Eckler through the wins, um, you know, through your your Chargers making a run scenarios. But Keenan's a great play too, uh, so I won't be pushing back on him. Eckler Keenan's been a, I think it's, I think it's one of the, the keys to the whole thing. And it's been a tough one for me to wrap my head on. Um, I think I like the lamb chalk like a donkey more. And I love Pollard too, but like I, we got Dink and, and, and Leone on. I have to admit that, that Zeke does score touchdowns sometimes. <laughs> but I, I, I'm not, I wasn't pushing for any Zeke. I, I like Pollard, but it's tough for Pollard when he doesn't get the one yard TDs. He's got to hit on the big plays. They've rotated them though in that spot. Like they haven't like a hundred percent. It's it's kind of just been random, just based on like who's resting, who's drive it is. Did you see the Harditz tweet though? Ian Harditz said their um the I, lengths of their their respective touchdowns this year. Yeah. Oh god. It was really good. 
yeah. yeah. I'm a little worried about Lamb stuff, though. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just bias in my head, but it just seems like C.D. Lamb can lay an egg at any point in time. Yeah, that's a and, – and Shelly says, what's the thesis with Pollard? I mean, the thesis for me with Pollard is he's shown a ceiling, and we know he can drop 30 points in a game with explosive plays. And I think he's the kind of guy I feel comfortable with. In the way the field feels comfortable with Lamb in a Cowboys win or loss, I almost feel the similar with Pollard. You know, where I feel like he can get there in both of those scripts, you know, with the check down passes and the explosive plays. I would yeah. add on the thesis, if you're – I think you can go two games, you can go three games. If you're saying the Cowboys are winning games, I think they're winning games because they're getting their best players the football. Like, yes. Pollard has a lot of ways to do things. Lamb, Lamb would probably be doing well in those spots, but Pollard is probably producing for them if they're scoring points and winning football games. That's sort of like how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paul is upset because I did market this as a drinking stream. I've already had a couple of mezcals and a Modelo here. Are you guys pulling your weight? I was I got off a... making a margarita, but I did. Okay. I came running back to make a Pollard point, which is that uh, I don't think the Bucks are very good against the run. And then he might be going and playing the Eagles in round two, who, as I mentioned before, are someone that you definitely like running backs against. So Pollard could be the key to them making a run. Yeah. I have to submit too many lineups to be drinking. Yeah, so gotta what, keep, you got to keep it together for us later. I think Leonia scarred from last year when after this show, we were like hammered and disorganized and frantically building lineups because we had lock earlier last year too, I believe. This year I was a little more efficient. going to the game, the Bills game too, and it was the first game. And I, I think yes. that like, and then we, I remember I was like, driving i literally i was waiting to leave as long as possible and i finally left and then the fucking lenny news came out and then you guys <laughs> were scrambling really to pivot well. to Keyshawn vaughn right was it was it yeah, Keyshawn vaughn yeah. pivots? Yeah. oh god yeah and we were then, all like what would leody do how much Keyshawn vaughn would he let us play <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right chickens yeah. with our heads cut off running around what it, would Leody yeah. do? it was very close to being really good but it didn't quite get there yeah uh i'm curious in the chat for everyone who's in the chat tell me uh please let me this be a you know a fairly official unofficial poll how many lineups are you guys playing in the 200 ffpc playoff contest i want to get like a poll I'm, I'm curious how many of you guys are blasting off on this pete i shared uh i shared hearted's tweet it's really funny this is the lengths of oh my god you got zeke all these ones you got followers like fourth shortest is a 10 plus yarder because they both scored 10 touch 12 touchdowns oh well, maybe i was wrong about this short yard maybe i was just thinking about like a couple specific plays well, I, I feel like more the, efficient i, on I feel like the the one and two are the the same week that i uh i flag planted zeke yeah uh, maybe that's, feel, that's why i feel that pain very 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 deeply there was a, a very ironic week where Zeke efficiently got them all the way down the field and Pollard got the, the goal line, short goal line touchdown. Can you reply to Ian and say, now do Jamal Williams? Oh, my God. The Jamal Williams. It's like binary. It's like binary language. <laughs> How many how many victory laps did Silva uh, take in the ETR Slack? I mean, 
did we ever find out how much he actually had on that? Was that a Benjamin? Was it more? What what were we working with on this this bomb on Jamal Williams? I don't know. All I know is Dink and I didn't bet it, and we can't fucking win anything. <laughs> You're so broken, Leone. Uh, uh, not in slack that much i mean he'll just (laughs) randomly chirp at me the the one day i was so annoyed because i was watching the show and i think it was week 18 i forgot what the play was and he's like this is the type of play that leone could never wrap his head around and i had like flag planted i think it was eli mitchell we were like yeah we're we're actively telling people to play eli mitchell i'm so mad all right, so I we have, you know, I see some for people in the chat tonight. We got easy at 10, some zeros, some threes, some twos, threes, Liam, um, uh, 20 to 25, 10, twos, eights, zero, zeros, ones, two. Maybe we don't have to worry about too much leveling, guys, here. Three, zero, five, one, zero, zero, one, zero, three. I appreciate we have 317 people watching this and none of you are even playing this content. <laughs> yeah, what are you watching? When I see zeros, I'm like, what are you doing? That's why they're like, I was told this playing was going to be in Trump's 20, dream. What the fuck? Oh, the 35. Right. You're probably playing the 35. You're right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah, okay, good. Are you guys stake shaming? Wow, Pat wins two mil. He started stake shaming. No, I wasn't stake shaming. I thought they weren't playing the contest at all. No, yeah, Here, here's the 35. Yeah, okay, Pat, good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> you were on the same page with me. You can't. <laughs> Imagine not having $2 million for entries into this thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you're you're right. To... Hope's got yeah. it. They came for the drunk people. We got to get drunker. Well, you were going to have to work on Moscow on Mule, basically. I, yeah. I had like an appropriately uh, ratioed uh, margarita, and then there was a little more mezcal in there. So it's a, it's a, it's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Pat, do you know what I realized the other day? Uh, I love margaritas and make margaritas at home. I had never made a mezcal margarita at home, so I finally got myself some mezcal and uh, have been making mezcal margs the past few nights. They're excellent. Yeah. Um, Dink, how's it going in the NBA streets these days, man? How are you holding up? That's a big bar. Uh, not well tonight. Uh-oh. Not very well at all. No. Mm. Uh, NBA streets are just a grind, just an absolute war of attrition on on everyone who's trying to participate. Yeah, kind of yeah. like if you had an NFL Sunday four days a week. What yeah, what is yeah. like miserable for like six months? Yeah, for six months. How <laughs> do the like NBA GPP streets compare to like the NFL GPP street? Like where like is there the leveling stuff that we had going on in NFL? Like the ownership movements? Is it just a completely different thing? No, it's completely different because there's so much chaos with NBA. So like. So, you get news that changes the whole dynamics of the slate every night within 30 minutes of lock. So there's not like time to think and level. <laughs> there's just like, there's time to react to the news as best you can. And then I would say, you know, the, the big kind of contrarian decisions people are making are just like essentially like shifting the build instead of like playing like a stars and scrub, getting a little bit more balanced and stuff like that. But generally people are just trying to manage all the news and information that's coming in or trying to set themselves up to be able to take advantage of future news and, and information that's coming in. But it's yeah. not like the ben- The great thing about NFL is like we have these slates that set up where I'm going to know all of the information I need to know before I make my late swaps in NBA, the games are staggered. So the game, the late game that you might be waiting on news for that you have like some decisions to be made, you might be looking at your team and you're like, well, three of these guys are in the first quarter. Like, I don't know how well they're doing. <laughs> they're going to end up doing on the slate. So it's uh, it's just, it's, it's a, 
it's a it's a it's a very different game it's also much chalkier than nfl yeah. which uh even even by this year's nfl standards it's much chalkier yeah um well we're happy to have you in the football streets and it's good to know you're finding time to uh to you know plow entries into the gauntlet unlike someone who had two million on underdog and pulled it off pat how many underdog <laughs> entries do you have so far like you should be plowing the fact that you haven't maxed this you is just be broken wow, like a true investor <laughs> i'm trying i mean what like now pat, you're what snake you shaming me i, I fired no, a lot of you I, you're out here listening to i'll stay shame pat yeah someone's gotta shame. do it yeah yeah, you should be at the fucking wild card Thunderdome uh, this week. <laughs> wild card Thunderdome. Is there a hey? If they if they if they do a big dog, they do a big gauntlet. Let me know. Um, should we make a team? I was just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Let's. That'll so that'll get that'll get. We're ready to get off this stream and actually start the work, which we have to. Yeah. I'm gonna, We've made eight teams so far, so there's I mean, uh, eight out of seventy-five is not bad. That's more than we had at this point last year. We're way more organized this year. I think we're in a good spot. Oh, yeah. Ben, well, I don't know if you can... saw. I got the pair percentage report for like all the players. I had to delete some that. of the the riffraff though, because it's as you notice when you start typing in teams. The reason why there's such a lag is yeah. because of that, all the formulas in that sheet because are just of that tab dying. Yeah, I assume that yeah. was it. Yeah um i'm excited uh for where we're at this year because uh, yeah we're, we're more organized we're less like we're all we're looser i feel like we're good we're, we're, we're gonna we're, we're playing looser. tight last year we're all yeah, we I, were this, this is how you win we're about as loose as it gets yeah i don't i don't know if you're remembering last year <laughs> he's, not. Well. he's not <laughs> to be fair it was it pretty difficult to remember now. anything the next day so <laughs> I don't remember any of it at all. Was it good? Was it fun? I can only yeah. assume I was tight. <laughs> I can only assume we were arguing a lot. I do think I, I meant like we're not arguing a lot. We're loose like that. We, I think we hit a sweet spot at one point, though. It was like me and Pat were doing teams. Ben was like watching our exposure. I remember that. I remember I'm that. terrified that great... for you to say what I was doing. <laughs> well like one of you i think was watching the scenario exposures and the other one was like watching the individual player exposures and it we did kind of get in sync there yeah last year. I, I remember yeah. i i was looking the other just recently at last year and we have like an, an assignee line for who's making those teams and pete you made a bunch it was it was leone and leone carrying the most weight pat carrying the second most weight you made a bunch but there's a point later on, Pete, where it was Overzet slash Gretch on a few of them. Like we were we were making teams together. I'm not sure why, but there were a few of those. Yeah, you I guys know. were all making teams, and I was just I was just letting you know, ma managing the exposures. I'm like too high on Brady, too too yes. low. On yeah. I remember that. I remember <laughs> that. that was actually Coxon. super helpful. Right. I was Coxon. Coxon. Yes, that's what it was. Dink. <laughs> that's oh right. my goodness. Yeah. Uh, the uh, chat demanded a Brady team, and because I'm uh, too poor to just toss this into the 200, this is going in the 35. So uh, let's let's build a, a top Brady team for the 35. Holy shit! All right. uh, are you hard right now, Leone? You seeing that right there? Oh, I mean, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> says a lot about the uh, the NFC bracket right there, right? I feel like uh, someone's got to alert the ETR video team of that little clip. That, yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, a lot of work with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 22, write it down. Uh, 
Frank Duffy asking, did he miss any Dalton Schultz takes? No. We we glossed over anyone not named Pollard or Lamb. Does anyone want have a Schultz take? Too thin? Uh, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard Schultz mentioned once. I've lowered him a few times. Uh, I think I have him around 10 or 11%. Just got him at tight eight. End. I think eight? you can okay. play him. I've lowered him. A, I've lowered him. I think you can play him in a Brady team. I mean, you can play him in a, in a Cowboys loss, right? You could play him in a two-gamer. It's tight end pretty yeah. – dude. Well, you, this I, I, can't I think, be a two-gamer, though. People forget. No, this can't, but I just – like, I think Schultz yeah. is, is a small, overweight position. Oh, here's one at tight end. Would you play any Dawson Knox? <laughs> wow, he's been hot lately, too. I don't think I've – That really Dawson Knox is so like, hot right now. What is, what is his highest catch total on the year? Like, do you need two touchdowns for him to get probably, there in this format? You probably need two touchdowns. Yeah. Or yeah, loss, the tight end premium doesn't really help. Him. He's like he's yeah. one of those players with yeah. tight end premiums almost hurts the, him because like, <laughs> yeah. tight ends get like an advantage, but he doesn't. <laughs> he went six ninety eight one against the Dolphins. He had a seven for seventy game, but yeah, most of his games are like three to four catches. Kittle's kind of the same way too. So if wow. if you're playing the Bucks to the Super Bowl. Who are you rooting for in round one to make their path easier? Like, I you, think you're rooting for the, both the Giants and the Seahawks if you can get them both. Because then they get a home oh, game. Oh, the Seahawks. Second. Yeah. The Seahawks were to upset the Niners. The Seahawks go to Eagles. Really nice yeah. for God, we're that, really That's getting... the path. <laughs> I mean, this is a $35, so let's get weird. Well, I mean, <laughs> we should just take Barkley, right, if we're if you want to play Giants to win. Well, you don't necessarily yeah, have to play Giants because you could – you could envision Tampa beating Minnesota, right? Pretty easily. They don't get but to play Minnesota. Right? They would if the Seahawks. Oh, if Seattle win. wins. You're Seattle right. winning is a, a huge advantage for Tampa Dallas. Let's play that mm. both sides then. Let's play the Seattle win, but then we can play the. Uh, yeah, both sides the Giants, Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Let's play Barkley. Yeah, Barkley and Jefferson. Yeah. And Jefferson. We can in this one, yeah. We did know that pair report that, like, I think we're actively trying to not – I mean, this this is a unique team. This where is it makes a top-ranked team. Together. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, like, on some of our chalkier teams, we're trying to – we're trying to have that pair together less than you would – than yes. the field is going to have them. Together. What if we played yeah. the Seattle-San Fran both ways, too? And then you're like, well, either upset is somewhat – no, neither. It's not. No, because if San Fran good. wins, then they would go to the Eagles. The Bucks would go to the Eagles, um, or they would play San Fran. I think you can still play Debo or Kittle in, in a loss for San Fran yeah, if you yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah. Can, Kitt, Kitt, Kittle would be the pick for me. Yeah, Dink is spoken. Dink is spoken. So I mean, he lights up Seattle. Like they play a lot, and he lights up Seattle. Seattle can't Sorry. defend tight ends and they can't defend running backs in the passing game. It's like the nut low matchup it's, for them. So this has to be a Kelsey Diggs team, right? So we need to yeah. I think we gotta go Dallas kicker. Fight. Yeah, we gotta fade Dallas. Yes. We Good don't call. have an NFC fade yet, so Dallas kicker, I like Maher. Yeah. And then, and then we're just shock AFC, right? We're like yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey, Chase, Diggs, like just jam all the jam, all the guys. Jam all the jams. Um, so what are we missing? Is that right? We don't have. We don't Philly. have an eagle. Yeah, we don't have a Philly. AJ. Or, Probably. Yeah, we can throw we just jam and chalk. I yeah. think you can play the Eagles as a one and done because there are scenarios where Brady. Right. Especially if we play both sides of both the other AFC. 
See, I like playing both sides of both the other NFC games because you don't really have to pick Brady's path, right? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. You could fade Philly. You could fade Philly, though, because you're you're kind of hoping that it's chaos. I think it's a little cute given that we're trying to give ourselves the Seattle out as well. Let's just play Philly straight up. Yeah, I was just going to say that that gives you Seattle, Minnesota, New York, like all those teams. Same what about Devonta Smith? Because you know you can't get three games out of Philly. It's okay. a lot of cases I'm into it's one game. Some cases it's two games. You're not going to like this comment, Ben, but like, aren't the odds of Devonta Smith or A.J. Brown being the optimal in three Philly games like pretty close to the same? No. <laughs> like, what, what do One you of them is like the 60, Super Bowl. Like Pat has been writing now. all year that when the Eagles want to win, they throw the ball to A.J. Brown. I, I, just, I, I read the two millionaire. I don't listen to you. <laughs> what if you won $2 million? Wow. Yeah. What if you won $2 million? <laughs> I just look at the box score, man. And Devonta Smith has been fucking balling out. Uh, Ravens defense. Mm. Burrow's going to throw a lot. They could at least like get some. Or I guess you so then Jags you're down to Jags or, Chargers. Jags or Chargers. Yeah. For defense, we need a Jags or Chargers skill player, right? Like yeah. we can't leave that. Yeah. We're just playing. We can just full fade Miami and Baltimore and be like, yeah, we're playing yeah. AFC the way that everyone wants to play it. So, so who do you think is the best? Jags and Keenan. Jags and Keenan. Yeah, I, like yeah, I kind of like the Baltimore defense over the Jags defense. We could also go. Okay. Well, maybe Dallas defense is bad against Brady. Never mind. Baltimore D over Jags D is a good call. Yeah, I, like I don't mind that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Then, yeah, that's good. All right, for the audio listeners who are listening to this next week when Pat posts it, <laughs> uh, we have – Tom Brady, <laughs> Barkley, Kenneth Walker, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, Kelsey, Kittle, <laughs> Brett Maher, Baltimore. So chalking it up around a couple interesting upset scenarios in the NFC. Pretty fun lineup. I like this one, actually. This yeah. actually sold me to build a $200 Brady. That is a great lineup. That was fun. Let's put that on our Sweet. list. No one played it. No one played play more of these? Well, how many Brady lineups can I get up to? <laughs> let's, get, let's get a couple I, more. I, 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 I shall cash out now. I'll cash out now. Four. You got your four. Uh, All right, I'll imagine, cash out. I'll take it. Imagine we run the we we flip over the cards in the main and we see that this lineup is like duped eight times. <laughs> <laughs> and then we sneak Jags D in the main. <laughs> oh, there it is. The two v two. The flip at the end. Um, I love this team is good. It's actually a really fun team. Yeah. No one else uh, agree with that that take though. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. I hope the chat hates this. Brett Mar, right, what was the D we settled on? Jack's DST. Uh, we did Baltimore. Ball Baltimore. The chat is threatening to dupe us, which I don't like. Jack's fade and Miami fade. All right. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch up something we're gonna oh do yeah that's gonna spot. be so 2v2 leone is like trying to play mind games he doesn't want this one to be duped because he just fell in love with the brady lineup <laughs> all right well let's let's build one more <laughs> this is funny there. i got full of but so, also we're ryan's coming it's very funny this is considered a crazy lineup in this contest and is the greatest player of all time and like 10 of the 30 best players <laughs> <in the league. laughs> yes that's exactly right yeah <laughs> but no, here we go now we're back lineup. Yeah, exactly. Brady sucks. Don't play that lineup. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Ryan had the funny quote earlier, too. He's on a roll tonight. 
Didn't he right, have a so good game make our last team an accountant earlier? I think he did. Was that right? Yeah, wow. chat ch- chat's on a roll tonight. I heard I heard it. I mean, we have to start all these lineups off with a dusty ass <laughs> Buccaneers Just, player. Dusty we ass gotta Buccaneers. get exposure yeah. up. We absolutely have to. They what what clip? Uh, how about this? The chat you got you guys desperately want this show to be broken up. You want the uh, the texture of the show to uh, to get kicked up a notch. What clip do you guys want? I will literally I'll I'll read you off the clips I have. Asta Laviska, wide receiver Avalanche Sauce, kicker chasing Sky Moore hype reel, Rojo kicker hype chasing. reel, uh, Dobbs highlight reel, Dolchich highlight reel, David Bell highlight reel, but not that one. Laviska highlight reel, Tyquan Thornton highlight reel. Didn't even remember we had that. JJ Taylor hype that. reel. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, Flacco. Why do I have that listed as Flacco? That's uh, Justin Tucker. We have a Zeke clip, and then we have Ben doing. Uh, Chicago Bears owner McCaskey impression. Which of those? Oh, do you I vote that. That's my vote. <laughs> How on earth is it not Thornton? Uh, like after the guy helps Crane win two million, I don't. I don't you know what? Yeah, because I'm loyal to Gretch over any NFL player. That's <laughs> that was like not that good. Uh, oh man, there is no concess in the chat. I we I think we played the Thornton one like one time. And, oh no, I think Alex made that. I think Alex made that. Um, I don't want to hang him out to dry. It wasn't our best clip. Um, <laughs> well, I don't want to hang him out to dry. Here it is. Here, we'll play it. Select Taekwon Thornton, wide receiver, Bailey. Chasing calls, the alpha's answer, so I'm here. Pete looks like we're finally pissed boys here, right? <laughs> I, can, uh, I like that. I can vibe with that. That was good. That was good. good. Uh, he's, Chips here still uh, coping with you winning the two million. Yeah, says Thornton was bad. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chipsy Lark. Guess you never heard that week seventeen is all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, this is like, I can't tell if this is a compliment. Um, a man who uh, made a spoof YouTube name off of my name <laughs> wants all the clips. Does that mean you're just sick of us talking and would prefer old <laughs> montage clips being played, or are the clips that good? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Let's see here. Um, yes, Leone. You know, Leone has uh, been responsible for for many of the iconic moments on the show. Some of them that we would like to forget, like him telling us we jumped the shark, fading an eighth round Josh Jacobs, <laughs> and, and if I, and if anything, underselling it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I don't know who who's taking credit for the Leonard Fournette pick. Who wants to pick a player next? I'll I take credit. I think I, I, no, I get credit for Leonard Fournette. Oh, okay, I was trying to give you a pick, Drew. No, Jeez. Absolutely not. <laughs> My pick is Leonard Fournette. <laughs> All right, I'm going next. Josh Allen. Okay. Austin, you might want to catch up and read the rules on this stream. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Allen. Okay. So, so, Mr. I want to fade Josh Allen. Now he's just jamming him in. I was so confused by that. I didn't realize he was talking about stacks. I was like, what, Brady naked? Yeah. What are you talking about? I thought he like meant literally naked. I, I was, I was, that threw me. That threw me. 
Uh, Jesus, you guys, I thought our audience was was jumping a shark even a phrase. Yeah, I think I used it correctly too. Old TV uh, reference there. Um, All right, who's next? Austin, Um, you're killing me, dude. I'll do uh, CMC. (laughs) Austin, you can only take one player per team. Uh, Leoti's yeah, too nice. You're so not allowed to take about to drive. <laughs> um, By the way, I think this should be a Giants win lineup because then the Bucks are probably dumping down again against San Francisco for that Leonard Fournette dump off magic. Let's put. Cool. I want to get. I want Giants wide receiver in here. Okay. Wait. He just said he's playing Giants win. Uh, well, yeah. Richie James fucking balls out in all seasons. Oh, James over Hodgins. Aren't you worried? Wait, is there some fucking cornerback matchup I don't know about? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take uh, the Vikings don't have a cornerback matchup. (laughs) What am I thinking? This is one where we can get a Josh Allen, CMC, Kelsey, because we have Fournette and Richie James in the lineup. (laughs) Don't say it with such disdain. (laughs) This is where. Oh, man, I I wanted to do the Greg Joseph thing in a fade Minnesota. I'm a little scared with Richie there, though. I'm going to go Hawkinson, double tight end. Mm. It's about time we start to get – it It feels – I don't know. I feel like we haven't naturally been building a lot of multi-tight end lineups. Um, There's going to be less. You think the field? Year. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be I'll go Keenan again. Keenan. I like that. Back to the well. Keenan is like it's a good play, and it doesn't it does not surprise me that Drew's. I skipped Drew again. I sorry. I tried to get you to say this earlier this week. I do want you to say it on record. Uh, actually, let me make you big screen. Say that Austin Eckler is the best fade in this entire tournament. I think Justin Jefferson might be the, the best. <laughs> I knew you'd check it out. <laughs> he sent me a video message, and we're friends now, so I can't say anything bad. Uh, all right. Uh, who's it to Gretch? It's back to you. <laughs> I think I just went before Leone and Ding. I think it's back to you guys at the top. You, you and Pat. Let me. Okay. Um, we we haven't gotten a Mark Andrews. We haven't done a Mandrews yet. Let's let's go fucking triple tight end. I'm into that. What games don't we have? We don't have. We don't LAC have Seattle. Jacks. We don't have. No, we have oh, no, LAC. We don't have Jacks. Oh, we do have LAC. Okay. Yeah. T we Higgins. Don't have ja- we yeah. don't have Jacksonville. We don't have Minnesota. No, we do have Minnesota. We don't have Jacksonville. Is there any games? Dallas. Though? No. We have all the games covered. Okay. We don't we have. Still Philly, don't have Philly. Jacksonville, Dallas, Miami. Oh, Miami. Philly. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take AJ Brown. That's easy. On brand. Yeah. Very on brand. Place kicker, maybe a little little Riley Patterson. Or Mayor. Patterson or or Mayor. Yeah, Mayor, probably. I think Mayor. Mayor? I thought it was Maher. I think it's Maher. Well, I mean, I'm reading it. Mayor sounds like I call him the mayor of Cowboys Town in my head. (laughs) 
Um, Why wouldn't you say Dallas there? <laughs> Cowboys down? Mayor Beeston, whatever. I'm just letting go. Um, <laughs> you're going to say Dallas. <laughs> Let's see here. I like Seattle D as like a low key. Like they're playing a rookie QB. Like San Fran can still win, but he could throw a pick six, right? I'm, I'm with it on the Galaxy brain. Maybe. Although, do we want Seattle D against CMC? Yo, did I, I miss a mayor of Easttown joke? Yeah, <laughs> you did, it, didn't, yeah. it didn't go over that well. <laughs> it didn't. Sorry, I, I would have laughed. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what you're going for. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it until Mike came back and asked about it. Yeah. I saw that whole show. <laughs> I didn't even see the show. I just tried to get some jokes off. Um, <laughs> good show. Good show. Kate Winslet? Good show. The accents were a little. As someone who grew up like right around there, the accents aren't that thick. <laughs> it's not Mississippi. I mean, my God. Uh, DST. DST. Uh, Austin figured it out, I think. He's got the left. He just. You know, he, he, once <laughs> once the teammates were grayed out, once they'd been used, it clicked. <laughs> uh, I think this has to be Jags D. What are the uh, Jags, Miami, yeah, and Seattle? Seattle, Seattle yeah. against Seattle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is yeah, Jack yeah, really sure. that yep. bad? Or is Seattle really that bad of a play that we can't even? It's not that it's a bad play. I just don't love it just against with the C chalkiest with play in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. But he's playing multiple games. He can get. I mean. You yeah. really you think other people FFPC feel that way? scoring I... is purely about turnovers and, and touchdowns mm -hmm. and sacks and stuff. I mean, they probably won't get a lot of sacks, but you get a couple pick so sixes. Uh, I Seattle D pretty chalky. Maybe I, is, do you guys think that's off if people don't want to play with CMC? I think they will not be super chalky. I would imagine they're either a fade or people are on Metcalf. That would be okay. my guess. They're yeah. going to be one of the last choices among the fade teams to play at defense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to raise their fade then. Because I think I have their fade about right, their overall fade about right, but probably too much to the D. Yeah. We I, I, should definitely, to Ben's point, like really almost ran roulette, the deep, the soft fade stuff. Like last year, I think we played way too much New England Patriots. DST. Yeah. Because well, were, it's like the, the, the field jammed New England DST. And you know what I'm feeling right now, man? I, I can't tell if we're like in the next level where it feels like if it's actually contrarian or not, but like Jags D feels so comfy whenever we click it and I can't tell like if that's going to be popular. I think you it might be. I think Davis was was saying they'd be a good play as well. Why why? I might have wasn't that the play. Sorry, but like wasn't the optimal last year pit DST getting steamrolled by Kansas City round 1? Like was it? Yeah. Cuz they scored a defensive touchdown early. So you're basically just saying like you're filling out the rest and then just randomizing the the soft and hard yeah i think we should be flat and whatever the field does the field does yeah and i would say on the ownership projection stuff like i think i'm gonna be pretty close on the total fades but i could be way off on d versus fade versus kicker yeah it's so yeah it's so hard to predict i'm sure this is this is true I and mean, i'm part of this cohort people hate staley right now like i i mean everyone, i read the newsletter you did not seem happy <laughs> i had fun um <laughs> all right Let's see here. How about since we have Dink here, he's been in these streets with me. 
what what do we do one gauntlet draft before we uh, get out of here? Oh yeah. Oh baby. All right, let's do one. Now, what are the rules on this? <laughs> you ever play underdog? Don't look before, at my Pat? account balance. I'm sorry, it's uh, only seven hundred. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I pulled off the two million earlier. Oh my god! <laughs> There's not even a comma there. Wait, should we do no comma? Wait, 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 wait. Should we do a mitten instead? Dude, uh, <laughs> filled. Because Davis maxed it yesterday. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Pete, you might have to play the sauce thing just because you're getting sauce for your <laughs> Yeah, I will. Uh, and I see all of our friends join this. Gormanji, Harbs, Chipsy, uh, Shit the Achievers. So nice little badge room here, which means you guys Literally can't not a anything. single non-badge. No, because everyone here Isn't is that, watching the show. That's good, right? It's, it's good, good for this. It's probably yeah, good, yeah. 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 It's did so did ETH really go up 10% today? All right. It did, yeah. Time the whole crypto sell. market's booming right now. I don't Time know to sell, baby. <laughs> <laughs> These diamond hands need to sell for more. That's you know, <laughs> <basketball> teams. <laughs> must, have, must have been an unusual influx of capital into the crypto markets. What are the chances? Oh, about $2 million in the crypto markets. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I was telling someone in the chat, like Liam was like, what if Pat, you know, rolls his money over into sh some shit coin and becomes a billionaire? And I was reminding him of that shit coin for like the energy that was going to put like green oh energy on the God. blockchain yeah, in Australia that, like that you convinced me to buy coin. in 2017. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, it didn't. It did not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the roadmap, they didn't follow it. It didn't work. Yeah. Well, I got Pat there. into like doing research on shit coins, and then because Pat had like a background in like energy stuff, he's like, "Dude, this one sounds legit." And so I just plowed like, <laughs> into it. It was uh, not. We're on the clock. <laughs> oh, oh god! Building these Mahomes teams are are, are difficult. Why? Kelsey will come back to us. I, I think. Know I know, but then you're starting out with two zeros from your first two picks. It's just hard to advance. Oh, oh come yeah. on! We're gonna figure it out though. We'll figure it out. There's five sharp guys in this room. We can do it. Yeah, well, nice we're, if we were so sharp, we wouldn't have tried to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let us let us know what's going on in the overflow. Wow, someone <laughs> already ruined a, a stack. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean... No, it's that's a that's pretty chalky. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, you, yeah. We're doing it. We got Sorry, it. If, Dig, if, if Diggs more. gets back to the Josh Allen owner, that is, that's the gold mine. No, no. Usually, go, usually goes. Yeah, usually it goes to, to the CMC owner if it if it <laughs> stop gaps. <laughs> Harbs is sniper. I've seen Harbs in all my drafts today. Haven't what's bumped into Dink, which is surprising. Harbs is sniper. Uh, I have not. I've had a long NBA day. There's been no <laughs> drafting today. Yeah. So, Dink, what have you been doing? How max? How many buy teams in Gauntlet? Max? How many what? Buy, buy teams. Buy oh, teams. buy teams. Um, so generally, I'm like, I'm a, I'm trying to max, max four, um, but yeah. That's, That's right. It's, it's tricky. But players on bye weeks. Um, 
Uh, so <laughs> this is I where think it gets like, disastrous. I think we just take McKinnon here. And yeah, I'm into yeah. that. Okay. Sometimes Sorry. I, I, I'm doing the thing I, where I've done so many of these, I kick into robot mode and forget I'm on stream and want to confer with the panel. I apologize. For I think that was so kind of clear. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> in that spot, sometimes in that spot, I take Eckler just to like try to bag points to yeah. potentially try to advance. Um, and McKinnon will often slip because no one else wants to take him if you have Mahomes. Um, yeah. Is Barkley yeah. here? Could we go Barkley? So you can't. I would. Barkley. So I would. I would go. I would go. Ayuk uh, here. You need Ayuk is what I would always click here. Wide receiver gets disastrous, and we have zero okay. wide receiver points. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're at zero right now. <clears throat> because running back late, you can get like Fournette or like Rashad White or whatever. But wide receiver late is like Thielen or Osborne or mm. those guys. It's just a, it's a bigger gap, and you need to use one running back score, two wide receivers, and then a flex. So you need, uh, you know, five scores total, um, including a quarterback. Yeah, and that's I why and like... you only have ten roster spots. So if you do max four on a buy, you have six players to get five scores, and 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 you have to you have to advance. I still, I do really like the Barkley stuff because what you can basically do is really cheaply mirror the buys. So you take Daniel Jones. Uh, Barkley for McKinnon and then your favorite Giants wide receiver. And then you can backstack that and basically cover those three bye weeks and then say, let Mahomes take the wheel week two. Why, why Ayuk over like Godwin or Evans? I don't understand. I think we do Barkley here. Well, because you can, yeah, yeah, I would get Barkley here because you can still get Godwin or Evans on the next round potentially. Yeah. But we also, I, uh, I guess we we can get the Giants wide receiver at the very very end. So, so what like the where my mind goes like if we stop at three Chiefs, like you know we're probably looking at like a if we play the Chiefs through the AFC and we do like a like a three three two two, you know where we have three Giants, um, two 49ers, and then two of another team like Leone was saying probably Bucks. Um, and then you're setting up Mahomes for three different like NFC potential yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we'll That's, get to San Fran, but Eli. Eli Mitchell is the hope, but he's been going earlier and earlier. Yeah. Um that seems like a really tough play when you're you're all already seeding the three zeros. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of good the three zeros also come early. So in terms of like No, I know. I just I yeah. guess I was I just feel like I would have punted Sam Fran and taken Gabe or it just started Tampa Bay earlier. Well, Gabe is useless. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, unless you think Gabe is way better than Ayuk for week one, but I think he's pretty better for week one and week two. So I say we snipe three. the sniper because I take Evans. Cause even if he takes one of Fournette or I would absolutely White, take I Evans. Absolutely yeah. take yeah. Evans. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause he can't box set of both. He can try, but he will fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay wow that that's early for four net he's not playing okay he might box that both that's falsy that's falsy that's falsy uh he's gonna force us into drafting fucking scotty miller i can tell oh god <laughs> mm. um ian we don't talk about pat and i's head-to-head on DraftKings last week <laughs> i i figured out how to send it 
It's a four Pat, wide how long did you spend building your lineup? Uh, it took me about 45 minutes. I'm honestly relieved that you said 45. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I said we take Eli Mitchell here, probably. That works for me. I, I'd be good with Eli Mitchell or Zeke, either one. I kind of like guess Eli. You guess Eli because we we don't have no, no, no. We don't want to take Zeke against Evans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You're right. I feel like we 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 want to stray here. But... That's definitely why? why we don't want to take Zeke. I don't know. We're just, we're, we're, we're directly. I I, I don't like. I guess I just don't like having to that we that we set up San Fran there. But why? We have a full Super Eli's, Bowl matchup. There's so many chance. guys that outscore Eli Week One that we could have set it up differently and not been like backed into taking Eli there. Yeah, so but it, you want to stay live for a 49ers Super Bowl. If you took Gabe Davis there, Mike, you, you're not live for a Super Bowl. So like, I, I mean, I would have taken Godwin and. Hopefully, I had Godwin Evans, but oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, from an ADP standpoint, that's way out of whack. Um, who cares about the ADP? Oh, god, Leone turned it into kitchen before our eyes. <laughs> well, in this content, I mean, god- I'm seeing a Picasso here, not a kitchen. I'm seeing, I'm seeing something <laughs> beautiful. So, we need to take our Daniel Jones yes, now, I believe, right, Dink? Uh, probably. Oh, we're we're Rashad. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably unless take yeah, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I we, we probably don't want to fuck yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. rooms. If yeah. if if Harbs wants to go kamikaze and take both White and and Lenny, like God bless his soul. Yeah, someone's got to donate to the shareholders around here. <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt him. <laughs> don't tempt him with a good time. <laughs> but yeah, Dink. I guess what I was thinking was more like instead of a. Like a two two, three like a a three three one to go with the three three C. I just rather have three different options that I can have get through the NFC to the Chiefs in the finals. I like the three three where it's more correlated, and then because you have the optionality on the one, you can also boost your round one points more. You're saying just go with a two running back lineup and just use bar no, i'm score. saying like it, instead of setting up for three different nfc teams like if we would have leaned into two and not been forced into mitchell we could have had one spot to play with that would have just been a guy who scores a lot round one like an etn do we, or something do we so, want to yeah. go four running backs on this build or do we want to go two giants i wide would receivers? I, so i would go i i would personally go rashad white and giants wide receivers what i would personally do i think at this point i would do that as well go a four a a four build running back team yeah 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 i think that makes sense mitchell's for later right i mean he's for the super Bowl. yeah yeah the the problem is it's just you can only start two running backs each week so and we're gonna be very very thin i think i would have preferred to grab two giants wide receivers in this build but i don't do a lot of four running back builds surprise yeah, that's where it's like Ayuk and Mitchell versus Godwin and wide yeah. receiver that's dead for the Super Bowl, but better for round one. Yeah, that's two. or or you don't take McKinnon. <laughs> well, I, McKinnon. I like taking. I like that stack. I think that's a good Super. Bowl. I mean, to get all. I think once you take McKinnon, I think you're. It's just a, it's a it's a struggle at running back. Rank them. Rank them. Uh, I like Slayton the most. Oh, I like oh. Slayton. 
Wow. And I'm James. So we have three votes. I mean, I got to take the best wide receiver on the Giants. Let's go Slayton. Oh, baby. So we have two Slaytons. All right. Ben, did you did you say Hodgins? I did quietly. I said I'm Hodgins. Half PPR. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Ben was with me. Yeah. We had uh, two, so two, Hodgins, my, so, two Slaytons and one James. So my thought yeah. process on that is, uh, I think I think Hodgins and James probably outscore Slayton more times than not. But when Slayton hits, it's real big, and you need real big from that's a good that that specific that. lineup spot. Dude, mm-hmm. I, some someone hasn't been watching Isaiah Hodgins film. He does look pretty good. <laughs> he's I mean he's 210 pounds and has scored four out of five weeks. Weight correlates with TDs. Slayton is 190, has not scored four out of five weeks. In fact, has scored zero of the last five weeks. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, he's due. He's due. Yeah. <laughs> Structurally, we messed that one up. I think we should have one. We need one more wide yeah, receiver one more. there with yeah. Kelsey. You no, want to do one more draft? Need, I would do one more. Uh, I think we I should. Love, Can you afford it? This is the thing. Pat's over here drinking margaritas with his money in the bank, probably earning 8% interest in some fucking bullshit account. Uh, And he's having me drain my account for his entertainment. I mean, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, I learned what a a money market mutual fund was yesterday. All right, one more to get it right, and then we need to go build some teams. Leone, are you grunting because you want this streamed in? Yes. Okay. What if or we because, let you? Or because what if we one more time braided lineup? What if we let you make? Because if you, I, I mean, sure, I'll take the trade. Give me one more braided lineup. <laughs> no, I, all right, I we'll let you set up a Brady team. Th- this is the Brady lineup. Oh yeah. my god, the five pick. God. Mm. I don't. Even Dude, I, I like I, I like the Super Bowl drafts. teams more than Dink watching. does. I haven't done as many drafts as him. I'm more like ten drafts. I did too. It I sounds like, like Dink's draft and scared. Yeah, I like drafting the Bayou teams. <laughs> Hey Dink, um, have you ever thought um, about what you win when you Ooh. win? Um, it's a little <laughs> phrase we like to use around here. It's a little phrase. Now, who came up with that? Uh, it's, I can't remember. Uh, Hope, Hope subsidizing this entry for us. Thank you, Hope. That That's was very nice. nice of you. You see this? Wow. Yeah. What is it? What do you that win? That is what my. That is what my Wait. girlfriend, or my fiance, got me for for Christmas. What do you? Wow. It's, it's an action figure of me. Oh wow! That came with this. <laughs> is that a pickleball racket? Computer. No, it's a tennis racket. That's that, look done. at Ball. this. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. Wow. It's like yeah. you if you wore more mascara. I I, I, I now know what it was. <laughs> The eye makeup is strong. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more than I usually wear. You got to look good when you're playing tennis. Man, I wish. Oh I man, Mike is sucking bobblehead in my early tomorrow. Uh, well, Manji is in the chat saying, "LOL, amazing." He's at the 106 behind us. So, does, are we afraid of the LOL, amazing? No, Gormanji's gonna be fine. Should we make Leone? You right. get to decide because you didn't want to do this draft in the first place. The Jamar Chase. It's alpha play. Alpha play. We yeah. just did a short clip of just Leone going Jamar Chase. What the alpha fuck? Play. I would have taken seconds. Burrow there because at least if you miss, 
you miss Chase. You still have Higgins. I know. I guess I, I just thought. I'm just end the street. He wouldn't go throw Higgins with, <laughs> yeah. with Leone. Options. Welcome, welcome to the drafts. Welcome to I've been drafting, Drew. I, you actually, I, I, Do you want Hurts, Leone? Um, yeah, let's go Hurts. Because we can still do kind of what we did with the AFC if you can get yeah. maybe Higgins mix in. Or something. Yeah. Well, you probably can't get mixing because you're going to need to draft. You, you can't get Higgins because he's been drafted. Yeah. Or Chase Mixon, I meant not Higgins Mixon, but we're probably not going to be able to get Mixon. Mixon Mixon falls back to this spot a decent bit. I was just yeah. thinking that guy at the the turns probably. Well, Gormanji, we're, we're ahead of him. Gormanji no, ta- was wild and out. You don't you don't take Higgins there. He's he got a little aggressive. Yeah. I know he dialed I, it. He was like, "I'm going Burrow Chase." He's intimating. I have done some of these drafts and not 110 of them, but well, you have NBA going on and stuff, and so you're pretty busy. <laughs> 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 All right, what what are these fuckers doing in here? Allen Debo Kittle. Okay, I see that a lot. Mahomes is Kelsey AJ, Lamb. Has AJ Brown still not been taken? Just please shut, Jesus, the, fuck dang, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Have you ever done a stream before? Just shut the fuck up. Oh, God, Jake, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, sweet Jesus. No, we should, let's take Mixon. Let's force this guy. Lucky Ben was you for sure. You for sure take Mixon here. You for sure take Mixon here. Okay, you know what's going to happen, right? He's taking Devonta. Let's take Mixon. Then we'll take Mixon. He's got the Bengals stuff set up. We got to take Mixon. 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 All right. I know what he's doing. He's taking Devonta. Is he going to take Devonta and Miles, you think? He took Devonta. Yeah, I told you. I, I knew exactly what he was going to do. I... <laughs> we get Goddard, baby. Oh, All right. Can we just Not close yet. out and go start build teams? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think we should. I think we should. This draft is totally gone. This sucks. I, take, why Goddard. Just let... take Goddard. We got to take Goddard. Goddard here? No, no, we don't have to take Goddard here. You want take Gabe? You love Gabe. All right, take Gabe. If you love Gabe. Yeah, take Gabe. playing each other around two. That doesn't make any sense. And we could take it, a Bills running back, right? This is a punt. This is a punt. Hope paid for it, and we're punting. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks, Hope. We're going to spin this. This team hopefully. is dead as fuck. <laughs> there's, a, there's a path here. No, there's no path. <laughs> yes, it Once is. Drew knows Gabe, the that, path. Was, that was capitulation. Kaz Watkins. Look at, dude, this Maddie. Uh. Matt, and the thing is, it's like, you would think Maddie's a troll, like, Gormanji is like a very normal dude uh, who doesn't need to be going into the full troll mode right now just for kicks. <laughs> Grow up, Matt. We're going to make lemonade. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> fucking shit-ass right. lemonade. <laughs> but seriously, should we should we just auto-draft the rest? Of Hope is now asking for a refund, so you, you can yeah. tell how bad this draft Hope, is going. Hope- once YouTube takes its fucking six dollars from that, I'll send you nineteen back, and we'll just call it even. <laughs> we let uh, hope down. The, cha- hey, the challenge is we have to use a roster spot on a quarterback because the five week quarterback. So at a Why certain is there a point, comment like, in the chat like, says, no joke. Walks away for two minutes and look what happens. No joke. You don't at, want to know. At, at what point do you just say like, let's try to win round one? Never surrender. Yeah, win round Never one, get your up. money back. <laughs> Yeah. Well, get Hope's money back. Is it that dire in the fifth round? Well, Gormanji, yeah. look at look at the turn stuff that happened here, Ben. Mm. AJ Brown goes one pick before us, then 
these then guys. Then Goddard, then Goddard, instead of then Goddard. I you fucking this. I, I told uh, you guys to take Goddard. You guys took fucking took right, game. We're done. Appreciate you guys. Good luck. <laughs> we have a link in the bio if you want ten dollars off or twenty five dollars off your FFPC entries. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>